What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flagrant 2. We are sitting here uh, today with Louis J. Gomez's son's godfather. Yes. <laughs> Your most proud credit. I am. Louis hates me for it because uh, he doesn't think I'm good. I'm, a, I'm doing good enough as a godparent. But I think I'm stepping up. He doesn't. His parents are uh, gone. They're dead. Yeah. And so, like, I am in line for this, dude. Like, <laughs> there's... Uh, you know what I mean? Like in if usually like when you're when you're a godparent, <laughs> this is a big job. Usually, if like you know, after you might parent. be a godfather to like a few kids. Like it's just kind of a gesture, and you're yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. don't know, it gives yeah. you something. You don't, you know, yeah. if you are not married or have families, we're trying to. It's like having a dog. We're like, how oh, you can tell people this? Yeah, uh, it's a gesture. Yeah. It's like obviously the kid's <laughs> never going to you. Right. Like yeah. we're never. Yeah. Right, right. If right. something truly happened, we're still going somewhere else. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> with Lewis, it's uh, I'm there, baby. It's uh, there's no one else. It's so like you'll take his kid. We're here with Nate oh, Bargatze, yeah. by the way. The very funny, huge star. Yeah, massive <laughs> star. The greatest normal. Yeah. It was at the greatest average, average American. Oh. Someone had told me the other day, they go, what is your title? The most average? I'm like, <laughs> that sounds such worse. Yeah. It's, you know, what are you, the most average comedian? Something like that? I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Huge Netflix specials. Amazing. We go way back. Uh, yeah. Like, this is, you were at, what, like, one generation ahead Above, of me yeah. in New York. Yeah, that, yeah. Who was your crew? You, Giannis, DeRosa, maybe? Vecchione, DeRosa, Vecchione, Giannis, uh, Big J, Big or? J. Big J was, he was already there. He was probably a year above me. Jake right. Metzger was like a year above me. Right, right, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, that's we always talk about in New York. Uh, you know, like you were you in Norman? Yeah, yeah. I think like yeah. Norman was, I guess, around my time, but yeah. we didn't we didn't, I don't know, cross paths as much. Like yeah. we were over by like the village lantern. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, we were just kind of like yeah. grinding. We were on our own bubble. Yeah, the lantern was I was there too. Oh yeah. It was uh uh yeah, I, I always talk about that because I think people. Sometimes, <laughs> I, we got to tell one story. You got to tell one story. I, I want to say I, one you'll thing. You'll preface it. You'll preface yeah, it. Yeah, I just want to say one thing. You yeah. are one of my favorite comics. Period. So funny. We always bring you up when it comes to like people who are clean, but you don't even know. Yes. Yeah, that's the whole goal. The whole yeah. you don't even know you're you're just yeah. laughing at this person. They're funny. You don't realize they're clean. So one yeah. of the goat clean comics ever. I think. There you go. Right. There you go. Uh, I know not, we're building you up. And we're building you up for a reason. Having said that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, and this is a compliment, I mean it, but nobody bombs better than you. It's a fucking joy to watch. If you're not, or you feel like you're not doing well even, just the lines that you'll have, the shit that you'll say is like fucking genius to me. So there was moments of the village land, like we would all eat our fucking dicks. At the oh, yeah. yeah. It yeah. could be a very rough, very oh, rough, yeah. but it could be a great room. Yeah, and I remember you telling me that you had a set once at the Lantern, and you described it like this: you kept looking behind you to see if there was somebody else doing comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember this? I think so. Like, I do remember some a bunch of stories from there, because uh, the bathroom is behind you. The bathroom yes. was behind you. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then people would walk on stage. Oh yeah, they would walk behind you on stage, which is the confidence as an audience member, the the <laughs> the little respect that was shown. Yeah. There's a banquet on that side. You're on stage, and some people just walk on stage and then walk behind yeah. you to go to the bathroom. Okay. I mean, yeah, the audacity. And I, I remember one other time I had uh, 
Because so when we do these shows, you're barking. So we're out front being yeah. like, hey, we got a great conversation. We're trying to get people in the show. Begging people to come. So if we get three people in there, yeah. someone's got to go up because we got to keep those three yeah, yeah. so we can hopefully Hostage. get four and then yeah. have seven. And, and we get seven. I mean, it's like we're going to probably tape. Yeah. You know, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna record that show. So it's the best show of our life. Uh, so I remember one time we're on stage. I'm on stage. And these, these two couples are sitting in the front row. And then these two girls just come on stage and take a picture with me. Yeah. Not because they I'm anybody, but just being like, oh, we're at this comedy. And didn't ask. Just stood up. And During just, the joke? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if they thought the show started. Like, they, it was like it was, I was a wax museum. Like, I was a wax, you know. They just stood up and stood next to me, and they smiled, and they took a picture, and they're like, oh. And then they sat back down and didn't even... I mean, there was no like, hey, man, th- do you mind if we do this or yeah. appreciate it or none of that? Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. they just did it. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, OK. And yeah. you just got to let it happen because you're like, who am I? You know, I don't you know. Yeah, we're nobody. nobody yeah, point. absolutely nobody. But a great you know room to kind of break your break your spirit, but also give you some confidence. That's what was so great about New York. So people always because I always, you know, I'm a New York comic and that's where I learned. I was there for eight and some years. Yeah. But you go up and you're in front of uh, three people and four people and seven people. And that's just what, and like doing that. And yeah. then uh, that just makes you, you just get so much better and you do it. I mean, multiple times a night, Yeah. you know, like yeah. not like, not like it's like once yeah. you're yeah. in for, for a few years. Six people is like your average. You could yeah. do three shows for a combined total of nine people. Oh, easily, easily, easily. Yeah, that was like a regular, and we and we wanted to go up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you're yeah. just like, yeah, I'll go up. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about someone you, drops in. I think I got so much better at crowd work because you can't just do your bits for four people. No. It's yeah. so fucking weird. Yeah. So you'd have to like talk to them and try to find a way to weave your bit in there, and that's the thing. I think you could just it ended up you could seem much more natural doing it. Yeah, you, you had a weird trajectory though, man. Because like most people come to New York to make it. Yeah, mm. and you came to New York, got really good at stand up, and then you moved to Tennessee. Yeah, and then you fucking exploded. Yeah, well, I moved to LA for two years and then moved back to Tennessee. But oh, you know what? Right. You were trying to like do, you were like you had a sitcom. That you well, were I mean, I've, to... yeah, I've done that. I mean, for like. 10 years i've yeah. sold a show every year and uh we've only shot one pilot really but it's like it just is what it is it's like i what the wonderful thing about it is you can try it and then you're, you got your stand-up that's why i love stand-up so much where you can really go do these kind of things and i mean the first you really want to do them but now the longer i get you're like yo i don't need this show like yeah uh Stand-up is kind of becoming, is a much bigger thing than it ever was. Yeah. And so you can kind of just, you're like, yeah, I got my thing going, my world going. I mean, that's what you kind of, you got your world growing here. Yeah. Like you start seeing people's, where you go like, oh, I'll just, you know, in a weird way, it's like what Sandler did. Adam Sandler's got his world. Like, yeah. He, yeah. He did it with like in the movie thing, but it was like. It's his movie. Yeah. You know you're going because of his movie and he makes a bunch of movies. And so it's like everybody, you just build your world. Yeah. And then everybody's like, well, I like that guy. So then I'm on board with yeah. all of his. That's, a, that's He's like my inspiration in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like yeah. the way he models, like because he puts all of his guys that he writes the movie with in the movie as well. Yeah. So it's the same characters. Yeah. They're just kind of playing like different versions of the characters that we already saw and we love. So you don't have to really reestablish. Yeah. Like when I see Adam Sandler in a movie, I'm like, I know who he is more or less. Yeah. You know, so you don't need to explain the backstory. It's yeah. fucking Adam Sandler. Yeah. Right. And um, but yeah, they just did such a such a fucking great job with it. But I I don't know. You had this like crazy 
rise. It was it was so weird. Well, the special started. Uh, so I shot, did that Comedy Central special. Then I did that. Then it started with Netflix. I did that half hour. And now you know why I moved. The big quote. I was like uh, one of my favorite quotes. Jerry. This I read this book. Jerry Wintraub, oh. and he was like. Uh, he like produced like Ocean's Eleven, Thirteen. Like he ended up being a big Hollywood guy. Like, yeah, and uh, he was in New York, and he was working at like an, he was an agent. Like in the, I mean, this is like the fifties or something yeah. or sixties. Yeah, and uh, he said in the book, he just said he moved because he knew anytime he was anytime he started feeling comfortable, it was time to make a change. Mm. And so, I mean, I read that book and I moved. With, I read that and I was in three months. We moved to L.A. because I knew it made so much. It hit hard so you know it was like i was very comfortable in new york at that time at that point i'm past at every club yeah i'm not really having to like chase these spots like i yeah. used to and so i was like i'm very comfortable and i knew if i stay here i'm gonna remain this comfortable and i'm yeah. not gonna put myself into a different comedy scene where i have to feel like i have to prove myself again yeah and so then i moved to la and then it was like i was in la and then you're like now you're around all these people that you know, I don't know that all that scene out there. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, now I've got to, I've got to go murder in front of these people. Like, it yeah, just makes yeah, you yeah, yeah. kind of like, you got to get sharp, you got to get hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's very easy. You get very, you know. But your thing was interesting because, like, I always, I had this feeling, right? I would always tell, like, these people when I would sit down in these meetings and execs, especially when I saw your rise. And I was like, dude, if Netflix was smart, I actually told Netflix this. I was like, you shouldn't do anything with me. You should do. You should do stuff with people like Nate because yeah. I bet you the majority of your subscribers like Nate. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like there's a lot of people in New York and LA and we like, they set the tone for what is fucking cool or whatever that bullshit is. But there's a lot of people in the middle of the country. A lot more watch, people. A lot more people yeah. that are going to fucking watch this guy. And seeing you explode was super validating. But And then seeing you like get it again and then people really find you and then weirdly seeing like my friends on the east coast and west coast find you i thought was really cool yeah because i was wondering if you were going to cross back yeah like you learned how to kill in new york then you kind of explode in the middle and people are like yeah. finally we have our guy this is great it's really yeah. nice and not somebody that like is curated or like manufactured to satisfy us yeah you know like that's what la will do a lot they'll yeah. be like let's turn one of these guys from california into a good old country boy oh you know? yeah dude they, every show's that they, yeah. they, uh when we pitch these shows you know because they have like a show where it's like that one show was like these california people moved to nebraska yeah well they just go make fun of people in nebraska i hate yeah them. yeah yeah. and yeah. they're like you're like who are you dude like yeah. who do you think you do yeah i that's that makes me that's my issue with so fucking mad. oliver and my issue with like uh trevor noah it's yeah. like alabama's a punchline and it's like you just got here yeah the fuck do you know yeah like Ironically, i don't understand where you get off like even making fun of like conservatives or Democrats, I don't even care like what, like, okay, you come here, you choose a side because it kind of identifies with you a little bit more. But like you actually really have never hung out with conservatives. Yeah. If yeah. you moved here from England yeah, and you moved directly to New York, you don't know any conservatives. Yeah. And if you do, you know New York conservatives. Yeah. Which are yeah. not conservatives. No, 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 no. Right? Yeah. So it's like the idea that they could go in and talk about like how greedy conservatives are. And it's like you moved here for one reason. Yeah. So you can make money. Yeah. You didn't come here to make less money yeah. than in, you did in London or South Africa, right? Yeah. Like you came here to make money and this is the new punching bag. Yeah. But don't act like you're fucking better than them. Oh. Uh, they're the they they I was just in LA from here and it was like that's I don't know, I met someone. And they're like, uh, I said, I'm, you know, they're like, where do you live? I go Nashville. And they were like, oh, so you're like an anti-vaxxer. 
Like, and they're kind of joking, but they're not. And you go, yeah, yeah you know what it is too? The problem is yeah. you just, do you know how crazy that is? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're just going, you don't know me at all. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. going because I said I'm from yeah, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. And you immediately say like I'm an anti-vaxxer. Now that being north, said. No, the North. But that being said real quick, like you are an anti Dude, don't be bringing your dumb vaccines all over my arm, dude. <laughs> like, like, you know. <laughs> Where are these vaccines coming from, dude? I don't know who this guy is. Someone said they were walking around uh, Walmart and like they were trying to get, because they said, yeah. I'm sure they read this somewhere. Who knows if this is even true, but they yeah. go, they're walking around Walmart in like uh, the South and just being like, hey, we're giving you your vaccine. You can do it right now. Yeah. And then people are like saying no to it. You're yeah. like, yeah, man, dude, if I was shopping at Walmart and a guy <laughs> so walked up with a needle and was like, hey, man, do you mind if we just do this? I'd be like, no. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. just out of, there's no contact. I'm not in a doctor's office. You're just, just in, some random guy named Pedro walks I'm up to you. I'm buying flip flops and then you're like, I don't even What's want that? my glasses from Walmart. I'd be passing that section like, who the fuck is getting glasses? Who's yeah. getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so are, are you vaxxed or not? All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because uh, we're going to save you some money. We're out here saving. That's what we're trying to do. We all shop online, do we not? Of course, we all shop online. And we've all seen the promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. I know that seems like an impossibility, but it is not. It is Honey. Okay? That's exactly what it does. All the work for you to save you fucking money. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, all right? They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands, even food delivery, the entire gambit, okay? If you want to know how it works, it's basically this. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. How crazy is that? Wait a few seconds. As Honey searches for coupons, it can't find for that, it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. That easy. All the work done. Okay. I'm telling you, I've done this. It saved me money. I tell my girl to do this, saves her money. It's a no brainer. Also, women love this stuff because uh, they love the fact that they get to um, save money. They think that, like, when you spend money, but you save a little, like, it's not saving money. It's, you know, they think that's like saving. They don't, they're not still spending, but they are still spending, but it's less, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Point is, amazing experience. Um, you got to go do it. It's that simple. Okay. And I'll tell you exactly how you're going to do it. All right. If you don't already have honey, you can be straight up missing out on all the free savings. So what you're going to do, and this is very simple, is you get honey for free. Okay, that's all you have to do. Get it for free. Honey.com slash flagrant. You go to honey.com slash flagrant. That's join honey.com slash flagrant. That's all you got to do. And you're going to be able to have honey. You're going to be able to save all that money. You do it. You enjoy it. And let's get back to the show. So I have a weird... Oh, boy. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. They were right. They're 100% right about you. No. I don't know if I would want... Here's... I always have a weird thing. I don't know if I want to say it because I don't like... I don't like when people show pictures of them getting vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to ever be an influence on anybody getting one or not getting one. Yeah. I'm not saying I did one way or the other. Yeah. I'm not even saying I wouldn't ever tell you, but it's like, why do you need to know if I, like, that's not. I just want to know if that guy was racist and right uh, or stereotypical and right. Yeah, so it's like, uh, well, then it's the opposite of everything I just said. Yeah, but it was like, that's <laughs> uh, What a piece of shit to just yeah. judge me based on how I talk and I know, how but I that's look. That's why I don't want to tell them. Yeah, I mean, you just like, told everybody. 
If what? I mean, we, I think we know. No, you don't, because I... Also, the way that you walked in here, I know. If and I, I know which one it is. See, you're doing this. You can't get, that, you can't get that New York out of here. It's you. Pfizer, bro. Oh, you know You're a Pfizer, dude. You're a fucking Pfizer, dude. That's, are you serious? That's pretty good. <laughs> I guess. I've had... Uh, I have... I've had one. Oh, you just going... I've only, I've only done one. You just going half in? Well... Wait, are you I really Pfizer? Going, did I get that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I only did... Uh, yeah, because I left, and so I couldn't do the second one. Uh, and then, so the plan is to do the second one and I get back. I'll be honest with you, though. That first one, that I should, do what well, you want to be like, that's good, right? Like, we're good. Yeah, I think you're good. Like, dude. the second Talks one, everybody's like, dude, I get so sick after the second one. You're like, why are we... How many do we got to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, you do wonder that. You're like, can I do... But, yeah. Mark's, I, a, Mark's an anti-vaxxer. He's not doing it. That's not true. That's, <laughs> you are the most anti-vaxxer. Compared to no, what? No, no. No, no. Yes, he is. He is anti-vax. Bro, Al said Alex, he's Alex is anti-vax, but he's black. Black Al people said he's don't not get getting it, and he's, and he's forging documents. He said he was going to forge the documents using mine. I, he, I'm going to give him yeah. my vax card. I'm just reluctant, and, and I'm going to get it when it's inconvenient. Right, right. Yeah. The only reason I got it is because my girl signed me up. We came down here with antibodies, and we were like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. Like, everybody here got corona. Yeah. And we're like, that's, that's the vaccine. That's the vaccine, yeah. You get it, and then that's the yeah. vaccine. But do you feel like you can't like say these things? You feel like it will piss off no, your audience no, or no, some shit? No, not make them mad. I don't uh the audacity of like when people like either have a whatever platform makes me furious. What? If someone says they have a platform. Dude, Nate, they talk to Nate a platform. Land is a platform, dude. It's, but I know, but I don't use it for a platform. That's I use bullshit, it for it, dude. I watched you talk about Teddy Roosevelt and and yeah, you know just talking about nothing, dude. We're just making dumb jokes. It's it's but I'm saying I don't want to be a platform propping like, up these conservative presidents, uh, bro. When uh, yeah, is, was Teddy Roosevelt? I, know, I don't even know. I no clue. Uh, Actually, he was Democrat. Like taxed the fuck out of people. I think everybody was. I don't know anything about history. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's the idea of when everybody says they they're like they're you know it's like well, you got a platform you got to use it. You're like, how about you don't have to use it? Yeah, I don't have to use my platform. I didn't go to college, dude. Yeah. I barely met in high school. You don't need anything from me. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't, you should never listen to me. Right. And these celebrities, like, when they think they have to, oh, like, drives me tell someone, you're like, who, do, don't do, get me started. Do you know how hard it is? You're to, an anti-platformer. I'm an anti-platformer. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly, yeah. That's what the, the podcast was started. We talk about, we're just trying to be funny. It's great. And it's, it's like, so, uh, it's super funny. It's in my stand-up. And I'm we not, love Weber, by the way. Huh? Weber? Oh, Aaron Weber. Yeah, Aaron yeah Weber. he's great. He opened for he's us great. in uh, Nashville. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's just super funny. It's uh, who's the other guy? Brian Bates. He Brian. Uh, came out with me for a lot, and everybody calls him like uh, some reason. The listeners started calling him names. They call him like Bacon Bits and Breakfast, and Breck. they won't call him by his. What did I say? Name. He has a spokesperson energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. could he could definitely be a spokesperson. Yeah, yeah, for breakfast, <laughs> for breakfast, the meal, the general, the general meal. I mean, that's like yeah, that's Bates a has big. You know, that was Teddy Roosevelt. Was the teddy bears named after him? Which we talked about. Which how crazy is that? That's all you know a teddy bear is. There's not like, I don't even know the name before that. Right. And so they made the teddy bear, and that's in honor of him. But he wasn't even, he wasn't like, cuddling. Cuddle. That motherfucker, yeah. he was a badass motherfucker. Stick, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't there, and it wasn't my decision. Right. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, I, like I was a part of this <laughs> choice. Like, I got to defend it. It's new like, information to us, though. It's just, it is, they, that's what they did in honor of him. Right. But I'm saying it's, uh, teddy bears, like, that's how you describe that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, that's about the highest honor you can get. 
to have a stuffed you animal. You go any named store. After you. Yeah, you don't. You yeah. go any store and you go with like a. You have a, any teddy bears. Yeah, and it's not a specific thing. It's in general. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. Pretty nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now yeah. you said you don't know anything about anything. No. What do you know the most about? A lot of things. Okay. <laughs> and no. <laughs> uh. Uh. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Sports? sports. You sports fan? Yeah, I'm a big sports fan. Yeah. Golf, like uh, Dude, that kind of thing. You were getting into those like like celebrity golf tournaments. Yeah. Early. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm getting into a little bit more now. Now, but I, now it makes sense. Yeah. But I think it was like <laughs> oh, you yeah. were in early, yeah, 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 and I was yeah. like, oh shit! Yeah, like, who is that guy? Celebrity? Yeah, I, that's oh, when I yeah, thought dude. that you really had it popping. You were like was, doing these. Like, you were golfing with like famous people. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit! Is Nate blowing the fuck up? Yeah. Yeah, it started when you're uh, when you when you're the celebrity in a group at yeah. the beginning. You're you're a big disappointment to that group yeah. you play with. <laughs> <laughs> like they come up, dude, and they're like, "What's up? Who we got? Yeah, we got Jimmy Johnson. What's up, Patty? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> They hand you the clubs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, has yeah, that yeah. really happened? Uh, you got to you got to go put on a show. Like you're like they're like, "What do you do? Oh, no. I'm like, "I'm a comedian," and you got to bring. Oh, the you got to be dude. fucking funny, yeah. bro. You got to be so in your. But you want to them you're like well i don't know why y'all pay a little more money and you get up a little like this is i'm this <laughs> value you pay for if yeah. you donate you got, more to this yeah. fucking charity yeah. then you'd be doing you, with papa john's yeah instead you got this you got me yeah uh so yeah at the beginning you are like it's embarrassing like because you got to go in Wait, was it at all like uh i don't even know what the word that i'm looking for right now but like you know how we coastal elites like New Yorkers, and I'm guilty of this. Like we think everything's the fucking best, this, that, the other. And then the second Corona and the pandemic happened, all these like liberal states shut the fuck down. The conservative states stay open. Everybody's partying. And then immediately all these like liberals that got a little bit of money fled ourselves yeah. included. Right. Was it a little bit like nice to see, or was there part of you like, Oh, now you want us like we're, we're yeah. funny. We're a joke before. Yeah. But now when you want to go out for a slice of pizza, yeah, yeah, you want, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, Nashville, we have so many people moving there from California, yeah. and uh, I mean, they're coming, it's a, it's insane, there's the like problem? 100 people a day moved to Nashville, and then it's a lot of people from California, the wonderful thing is I think the, maybe some of the, a lot of them going to Austin, Yes. And so like gonna that's better. Gonna that's ruin better. Austin. Well, I think you go yeah, you they, our goal in Nashville is you're like the ones we don't want go to, Austin, go to Austin and then the, the other ones come to come I to Nashville. I heard they just made um uh, Jews illegal in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, well, then we got to move there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is that true? That's, uh I don't know. I mean, I didn't see it in the paper. It was in the newspaper. It was in yeah. Uh, was in, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I don't. We you know, I never met a Jewish person so I, I li- uh <laughs> <laughs> Is that <laughs> that was a stereotype. It's your first one. <laughs> your first one. The uh, no, I've been some... now. I'm in now. I've uh, <laughs> I've met a bunch. You've met enough. You've met your yeah, first. I, my buddy, Sven Wexler, I started comedy with. He or we moved to New York. Uh, but it's funny. That was always a stereotype where they said Southern people hate Jews, and you're like. I've never. I grew even, up in Texas. I didn't know what I knew Jews existed, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was like, a I the last name. Oh, yeah. It's like a well, because white supremacy, right? but like they hate, yeah. and you're like, I don't know, dude. You're like, I don't. It was not around any Jewish people. Like I don't. Yeah, like, I was thought, funny. Is I thought coastal, there just were none there. Coastal East. Akash is from Texas, yeah, by the way. and yeah. they yeah. treat white Southerners the way they think you treat black people. 
Like oh, they look yeah. at you and they're like, look at this fucking uneducated, yeah. ignorant, lazy, blah, blah, blah. And that's how they think you treat black people. You know, it's funny. I don't mind doing it. But like if people from outside of America do it, I'm like, yo, slow down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those are our guys to make yeah, fun of. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're Cheddar Bob. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like you can make fun of your little brother, but nobody else can make fun of your yeah, little brother. Yeah. But I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. You guys don't have that relationship with us. You guys just kind of like hate us up north, huh? We... Uh, it's tough because, you know, when I lived there, so like Giannis, right? We embraced you, bro. Yeah, I know. We loved you. I know. Bro. Well, I love, dude, I love New York and all my friends are from New York. And, uh, but when, like, Giannis was a perfect example. So when Giannis, <laughs> when me and Giannis moved there, Giannis would always tell me I have no culture, right? And yeah. I was like, dude, you've never lived three blocks from your mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, I was in New York. Like, I moved, I've changed my I've whole traveled. world. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. just because you're yeah. like, you know, you got a guy from Nigeria and then uh, yeah. Jewish people and whatever, and everybody from all these, you think, like, you get the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they yeah. live near you. Yeah, like, yeah. And then I, I had an old joke about it uh, where I said the melting pot yeah. thing, where it's yeah. like, New York's is a big melting pot, yeah. but it's just a bunch of pots don't live next to their own kinds of pots. I mean, yeah, yeah. you're not mixed in at all, dude. At you all. have a Chinatown that you're at like, all. don't come yeah. into this yeah. area, Little Italy, and yeah. like, you're like, y'all hate each other. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what. So moving to New York was yeah. It's it was, a melting pot until like another ethnic group encroaches on your neighborhood. Yeah, and then it's a big problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then yeah, we're yeah. not really a stew at all. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, like, yeah ask yeah. the ask the Italians in Brooklyn. Yeah, how much of a stew? They yeah, are. yeah, yeah. It's all the it's, it's the a, same it's dude. It's a big issue. It's all the same dude. You're it's like a, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so no, I we you know, New York is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like you would feel that, though. It's like everybody just thinks you're like, what are you, like some... Everybody prejudges you. I remember a guy saying it once where they were like... Uh, it was like this gay dude. He was like, oh, and he goes, you know, Nate's from the South or something. They're like, oh, he's like a Republican that hates gays and stuff. And you're like, you're doing what you think I do to you and I don't. Yeah. And you're doing it to me. And that's what's yeah. so crazy. And yeah. then they tell you that to your face. Like that yeah. person that said I was an anti-vaxxer. There's yeah. some seriousness to what she's what she said. When yeah. She said that. And you want to go, I'm not I didn't walk in here and think you're one thing. Yeah. I'm meeting you and just enjoying talking to you. Yeah. But you immediately say that. And you yeah. say it to my face. Yeah. And like don't even care. Yeah. That's crazy. Where you're yeah. like you're like, and then you're like, why do you hate us? You're like, I don't know, maybe that. <laughs> maybe every <laughs> You think movie? I'm stupid racist? If I get an I'm audition for, uh, they send you a movie audition to play oh, a southern great. guy, and you're like, great. you got to be, I mean, you're just the most, I remember getting movie auditions, and they're being like, you're going to have to yell the N-word. You're like, why would I yeah. do that? And they're like, oh, that's because what y'all do, like, yeah. you think that's what we do, dude? Like, I and they think that is a, you're just a movie, and that's the best part you think I can be, is just this guy? Yeah. You're like, oh, get and you just don't do them. What like, was the movie? Dude, you and 12 Years a Slave would be hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> that is what y'all did. What? And 12 Years a Slave would be accurate. That'd be. Yeah, there'd be a lot of yelling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of N word yelling. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, you know, I grew yeah. up in, I was born in 79, so I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We N word stopped in 78. We weren't doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't, it wasn't happening. I mean, they talk about that a lot with like, they think like, you know, white supremacy. You're like, dude, I wasn't. I've been in the South my whole life. I've yeah. never met a Klan member. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. I've never yeah. been around one. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 
you know, I'm not saying that they don't exist. You got to say that all the time, but yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I'm, they're not around me. It's not like I'm just in the car with them. Not as yeah. prevalent as people make it out to be. I never, they make it like they're just, I mean, they're Everywhere. like, they're, yeah, like they're running the town. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know, dude. We just grew up in like, we just grew up like everybody else grew up. And why do you think that is? You think it's just like movies and shit? Oh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, they like when want, you were growing up watching TV and movies, was it annoying? We're like, why does everybody talk like me stupid? Um, or you don't even realize it until you I don't think you adult. realize it. I didn't realize it until I moved to Chicago. Like, it was because, you know, when you're in Nashville, you're just around your, you know, everybody went to church. Yeah. Everybody went to, like, it was, uh, everybody was just, there was, you know, like, if you were a Christian growing up, I mean, everybody was. I mean, you went yeah. to church. Like, you would ask people where they go to church over, like, where they go to high school. Like, that really? would be a very, yeah, you're like, well, what church you go to? Then they would just tell you, like, oh, yeah, I know someone, I have a buddy that goes to that church. Like, it was just, everybody went to church. And uh, and then you moved to Chicago. When I moved to Chicago, I remember someone, they were angry that, uh, like, I grew up going to church, and I was like, okay. And because the, then they, but they think Christians, like Southern Baptist, they think, oh, this is crazy thing. You're like, dude, it's just a regular church. Like, we weren't. But to their head, they're like, you're holding snakes. You're like doing all this kind of stuff. And you're like, we're not doing any of this stuff. Like, right. I don't. And you got to defend it. And they're like, no, that's what y'all do. I mean, they are. People are so judgmental. Yeah. And they judge so hard. Yeah. And, you know, stuff, bad stuff exists. But you're like, I don't, you know, there's a lot of regular people that are just minding their own business. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because uh, some of y'all are losing your hair, and that is a fucking choice, and you didn't make the choice right now to stop it. I mean that sincerely. Most of y'all know that I thought that I was getting a little baldito back in the day. We're talking about a decade ago, and I immediately got on it and stopped it, and that's what you can do right now. It's hard to reverse, but you can stop it in its tracks, and that's all you need to do. If you think that you're starting to thin out just a little bit, get ahead of it, bro. I'm telling you, it's that simple. Ladies, if you feel like your man is losing his hair, you can find a really nice way to tell him. You find a really nice way to tell him. I don't know what that way is. It's going to hurt his ego, but nothing's going to hurt his ego more than a bald fucking head. So you might as well get it out of the way. Tear the Band-Aid off. The man needs some keeps. Simple as that. That's what I do it with. That's what we all do it with. That's what we support it with. Akash on the keeps right Ooh, now. Yeah. So this is what you're going to do. I'm telling you, two out of three. Men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss, and keep, Keeps offers them both. Keeps, Keeps, Keeps. Simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months so you don't have to leave your home. Isn't that perfect? Low-cost treatments start at just $10 per month to keep your fucking hair. Are you absolutely kidding me? There's no better deal on the planet. Discreet packaging. And you know what? They sh It shouldn't be discreet. You should be proud that you're keeping your hmm. fucking hair. You should be proud that you have... You know what you should be discreet about? A bald fucking head. Cover that shit with a hat. That's what you're discreet about. But they do have discreet packaging and proven results. More five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Remember, prevention is the key. So if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash flagrant to receive your first month of treatment for absolutely free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash flagrant. To get your first month free, go there right now. Let's get back to the show. What were you shocked by like when you came to New York and L.A.? Well, probably not as much LA, right? Because you've already experienced, but like New York yeah. specifically, what were you shocked by? Were you expecting it to be way different and then it just wasn't? 
Uh, I mean, it was overwhelming. I remember, I'm trying to think of what specifically. I remember coming out of the subway once and being just very confused. And like, you're just, it's very, very overwhelming. It's so many people. Yeah. Uh, I guess like everybody, you know, I didn't think they were as mean as everybody said they were. Yeah. I thought New York wasn't like that. Yeah. Like, uh, you always hear that everybody's just super rude there. And you're like, once you're there. I resent that. Yeah, I, uh, we're, we're there, nice people. Like, I think it's the people that nice. move to New York that feel like they have to live up to the stereotype of a yeah. movie. They start acting mean towards one another. Yeah. But like actual New Yorkers are usually pretty helpful. I think yeah. there's just an impatience. Like they yeah, need too. to get yeah. where the fuck they need to get. And if you're in the way of that, you're a problem. Yeah, but you know, walking yeah. slow, you're a problem. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's not going to be like it's not going to be a long drawn thing. Like you're not going to fight about it. Like. Right. They, they they yell at you and then they <laughs> forget about you and like so yeah. it's like you, you kind of learn to not take things personal. Yeah. And then because uh, you're like it's yeah it's like dude they want to just go and you're like oh yeah sorry man and then they just roll by you. When when you were like because <clears throat> you probably came in New York and you were at the tail end of like the seller's heyday, right? Like the old guard at the cellar, the, you know Patrice. Oh, that was oh four. But when you actually started hanging around those guys, yeah, like did you befriend? Like, were you close with Patrice at all? Yeah, or? yeah. Uh, I used to sit in his car at Boston Comedy Club, and so he wouldn't get while a he was on stage. Yeah, because you couldn't park, you know, right in front of Boston. Yeah, I remember. And yeah. so I would go. It sit was in the his car. Village when I was. Yeah, there. yeah. It yeah. flipped over. Okay, so you were there when it was still the Boston. Yeah, I barked there. I was. That I, was my first barking yeah. thing in New York yeah, too. Yeah. Okay, okay. So Patrice, was he ruthless to you? Uh, he was, so the, the, which I've talked about it, but like he liked, I learned quick to kind of just whatever he would think we, I am, I would just go with it. So like, he would be like, y'all not believe in dinosaurs. And I would, I'd be like, no, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Like I would just say I, whatever he wanted, you know, I've never thought about that ever. In my life. <laughs> like I've learned about dinosaurs. Like, but the fact that he thinks we didn't, I learned, I was like, well, I'm, yeah, I was like, no, we don't believe in dinosaurs. I would just go with it. Right. And uh, so he was like very nice. I mean, we would go to his house for uh, fourth of the barbecue. Fourth, the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like my wife would go over there and then uh, he was very nice to my wife and he, because uh, she would always like, I don't know, like help clean up after something. He like loved that. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I uh, Patrice was always very, very cool. I met him. I mean, until the last day, I would every time I talked to him, I was like, "Hey, Nate, I'm friends with Big J." I would say that, and like at the end, he'd be like, he'd be like, "Yeah, dude, I know who you're," you know. But you're like, "I don't know," you know. He was, uh, he was the best I uh, ever saw. But I was at their same. H he was at uh, Burr and his HBO One Night Stand taping. You were, you, you were, were there. I was there. Holy fuck! And so, okay, let me just set this up to everybody listening. There is like an unbelievable bit. That if you don't watch the whole thing, I don't think it resonates the same way. The whole thing with the pussy beam. Mm -hmm. It was like, what would you do if you got in a horrible car accident where you lost your pussy? Yeah. yeah. You know that bit? Yeah. If you just see that within like the clip online, it doesn't get the full effect because there's like 20 minutes of buildup where the audience is kind of fighting back and forth and they're laughing. But at the same time, some of the women in the audience are giving him some pushback mm -hmm. and they're looking at him like he's this sexist and you're objectifying us and all yeah. that. When he dropped that, did HBO you, also, for the record, used to do half-hour comedy specials, yeah. and apparently they filmed Burr and Patrice the, the same, same night. night. Yeah, it was so there, yeah. what? So they did. What was the reaction? In have you heard that bit before? Or uh, I don't think I, not. I, I don't know if I even like remember. I won't remember that specific. Oh, okay. Uh, but them, I remember them warming up to it, like or doing running their set right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was they running at the Boston. Uh, I remember one night I recorded, I timed Patrice's set, 
because it was like they had to do a half hour. Yeah, yeah. And so when he got done, I was like, hey, you did like 36 minutes. And I remember him being like, all right, and then walked away from me. And this is like, because oh, you really, did it as a favor for I, he didn't ask he, you. No, he didn't ask. <laughs> no, no, not at all, dude. Like he, this was like young comic, you know, trying eager, to. Eager, just I eager. I think I'm supposed to do, like I think at that time, well, that you have, it's called a half hour, so you have to do 30 exactly. I have no concept of editing or like, you know, maybe you got to do 29 minutes, maybe you do 38 minutes, like whatever the concept, it doesn't really matter. And I just, and I'm like, so I tell him like thinking I'm helping him and he's, you know, I think he was like, all right, man. Like he, it did not matter at all. And so the funny thing with, so I went, I went to one taping. So the first tape, they did two tapings. The first taping, Burr went first, Patrice went second. The yeah. second taping, they would have flipped. Yeah. So I was at the Burr first, Patrice. Yeah. So what I remember the most about it was that was Burr's coming out. And so when Burr went up, I mean, dude, I remember in that audience, this is when he's doing the Harlem, it's hard to breathe, uh, the, the higher you go in right? Harlem, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah Where he's yeah, like, yeah, you get, yeah. like, a white guy gets up there, 120 Street, you're like, oh, you got tough to breathe yeah. up here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, so. The shoes I, joke, the dirty sneakers, yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah I remember yeah. Burr murdering so hard, and I remember the audience, uh, it was just, they didn't know what they just saw. Like, he was so good that you could tell that they were like, yeah, who was that again? Like, you know, because Burt wasn't known. Like, he was, he was like, people in comedy knew him, but he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, I went to Caroline's to watch him and, and they closed the curtain at Caroline's. Yeah, yeah. Like, he wasn't selling out. And they just, he, he dude, he murdered so hard. And yeah. then I think Patrice actually, after him, it took a minute. Had a tough time following him. Yeah, and, and I, I always say, you don't really have to, it's not like Patrice is not good enough to follow him, but it's, it's just the room has to switch. The room has, has to, to reset. Down. The room yeah, has yeah. to be, and they, and Burr murdered, and I, Patrice probably did it to Burr when the they flipped. Yeah. But it, I just remember, because Burr, I think, was the one that kind of, you know, Patrice, it didn't really go crazy after that. Yeah. He, you know, his his elf in the room is what really Oof. was the the I big was at one. That. We were at we that. Were at oh that. yeah, yeah, we yeah. went to that. that was so that was unreal. Like, uh, but birds, that bird to me, that was he did that, and then the O and A thing happened right after that. Uh, I yeah. believe, uh, and then yeah, 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 so then yeah, it was like, yeah. all right, bird's gone, and then so then we then we go to Caroline's, and that's when you know you're like, hey, can we go watch? And they're like, nope. no, no, you can't go in, no room, and you're like, ah. It is kind of crazy, and I guess people listening right now, you're probably looking at most specials and assuming everybody there is a fan. But back in the day, before you were popular, you did a special when you were kind of unknown. Oh, they, they would pay give the out audience. tickets for and free. They give yeah. out tickets for free, and they pay them. Yeah. Wow. I, so like yeah. all the Comedy Central specials, half, hours. half hour or the what was it called? even the premium hours. blend or something yeah. like that. Oh yeah, even the hour. Sometimes, sometimes even hours. Have, you're not. You don't have a. You can't sell a theater out. Yeah. Like it's you know so it's like yeah they're not it's not like now now it's like you don't get a special unless you can sell out yeah that theater yeah they just back happen the day, to be taping your sold out it. show that's yeah. what the special is yeah that's the best part is like now you can kind of go like all right I'll pick I'll go to that market anyway and you yeah. sell tickets and you're like let's just film this yeah and then and then so you pick where you want to film which is yeah, it's much different you're in front of your crowd and yeah uh, but yeah then you yeah people are they don't know why they're there when you film. Do you like being fish out of water for a special, for something you're taping? Do you like being a little bit of a fish out of water to that audience? Like, they know who you are, they're familiar with you, but at the same time, they like the fact that you're a little bit different? Yeah. Or do you like being home team? 
for a special so, specifically, yeah. not so, just for I mean, fun. well, the greatest, you know, one thing Seinfeld said a long time ago, they said, what, the only thing that you miss, like, before being famous. Yeah. And, uh. Winning them over? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I, look, I can still win, I can, I can go to a comedy club, and it's, if it's not my audience, I'm not saying everybody just knows who, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. comics, we're not, it's not like it's, you know, I mean, like, David Spade goes up, you're like, yeah, everybody knows who David Spade is. Yeah. But with us, it's like, yeah, our audience knows, but I can easily go to a lot of people and they have no idea who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so it's a, when you do a special, it's going to be kind of tougher now to do it in front of a crowd that doesn't know you. Yeah. Uh, and you, I mean, you want it to, I think I'd, I just would want my audience there yeah. now just because we're there. Yeah. But uh, it's like, it depends on where you film it. Like I don't, you know, the last one I filmed in LA and this next one when we think about like, I don't know where I would want, you know, possibly San Francisco or something. Like, I like yeah. filming in maybe a different place. Yeah. That's from where I'm at. Just, yeah. Just A, just to be like, you hear this. It's unique what they're yeah. hearing. Yeah. You know, if you're a San Francisco comic and you got a comic going up there doing like some super progressive, like woke stuff, it's, they probably heard versions mm. of those ideas throughout their life. Yeah. Right? Maybe throughout their week. Right, yeah. they've heard that take on the riots or whatever it is. Yeah, but like when you go tape in a place where they don't know your perspective, your voice is interesting. Yeah, you know, like yeah. what you're saying, your opinions are interesting. They they know who you are. They're ready for what you have to do, but yeah. it's still refreshing. It's like, yo, fine, yes, this yeah. guy's different. Yeah, he's different. And so maybe you don't win them over, but you still get to be unique. Yeah, you know, to them. I hate the winning them over. I'm so glad that's done. You didn't like that? That's stupid. I fuck. It was my least favorite part of comedy. The first three minutes of comedy sucked. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. Because I have to like explain my, it's like, I would always look at some comics that they're like a big fat comic could just be like, hey, I'm not going to fall over on you. They'd like do some fucking the hacky. Yeah. yeah we'll move the mic stand so you can see, see me. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but what it did is essentially calmed everybody and got everybody on the same page. Like I understand yeah. the magic trick that they're doing. Yeah. Right. And, but when I would go up there, it's like, I'm like, I don't want to fucking, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, like I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just want to talk about what I want to talk about. Unfortunately, I have to like. You don't know what I am. I Jewish? Am I fucking Italian? Like nobody understands like what I am. I use yeah. some like hip hop vernacular. So like, there's yeah. all this confusion amongst the strangers. So I just have to start out with a really funny fucking joke. Yeah. And then everybody goes, okay, whatever he is, uh, it's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, you're handcuffed by your lack of uniqueness in the sense that y'all are just straight white dudes. Like there's, like you use Patrice, the elephant in the room, when I walk out there, yeah. well now it's more normal, but before, I don't see a lot of comics that look like this guy. Yeah. And so if I don't address it, they're going to be like, hey yeah. buddy, yeah. it's almost like a guy, like when I would do shows in Harlem, I just wouldn't talk about it, or the Bronx, yeah, or whatever, and yeah. I'd bomb. And then I realized it's like, they don't see people like me outside of the bodega. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost like a guy in a wheelchair going up and just doing jokes. You're going to be like, not acknowledging this is not it. what's yeah. interesting to me yeah. about you. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a weird thing. It's like a gift and a curse, right? Yeah. Because but the gift to finish real quick, to yeah. your point, to your point, the gift is I know exactly what to talk about when I get up there. Yeah. Your curse is what the fuck do you talk about when you get what up there? What do you there? think I am? Yeah. yeah. You got an accent at least. So something. But the guy's got an Italian an name, Nate Bargazzi. Yeah. And yeah. then he goes up there, starts speaking in a, a southern accent. There's yeah. going to be a little confusion. Yeah. I'm sure you had bits about that in the beginning. Yeah. You had a funny joke about uh, yeah. an Italian family. An Italian family. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, it was. Do you yeah. remember all yeah. your old? No. It was something about yeah. like he just stayed there or something. Yeah, it was like uh, oh, I remember this they, bit. Something, yeah, I, I, I'm blanking on now. Bar, yeah, we're Italian and yeah. uh, something. I don't know. Anyway, dude. but yeah. like <laughs> I would think about that. Like there were these like like a gay comic that doesn't present as super gay. Yeah, 
that dude's got to come out every time. Like the hardest yeah. thing in his life probably <laughs> yeah. was coming out. Oh, yeah. And He's every good. time every he goes, hi, guys, I'm gay. And then you got a few dudes in the audience. Like, <laughs> 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 he hears his parents' reaction every time. Every time. Every time. He has to relive it. And <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I understand how that's tough. But at the same time, and I wonder if like, I always wonder that like with gay dudes in life, if they lean into the femininity or whatever that word is of homosexuality. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't got to explain to you what I am. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm well, gay. <laughs> I, so you do got to learn. So I do think the, the benefit I do have is the Southern accent. So, I mean, I was and always. You didn't change your shit at all. Some people moved yeah. to New York and all of a sudden they start talking like us. Yeah. And I, your accent got stronger. It was worse. Yeah. Like when I first met you, you were just speaking like neutral. Yeah. By the end. It was getting real. Nate Bark. Well, I too always took it. That's another thing I hated. I hated when like Southern people moved to New York and then they would trash the South. Like I'm, I like someone to be proud. I, where I don't care where you're from, but yeah. I want you to love where you're from. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care where in the world yeah. you're from. Yeah, just be way on board with you. Like yeah. love your home. Yeah. Like yeah. so, yeah. when people moved and then they started just trashing the South, being like, right, they're a bunch of loot. You're like, yo, dude, that's your family. Like, yeah, you're, embarrassing. How about watch. you go up there and tell them like, no, we're good. Like Fucking we're not this Prince Harry. That's what's annoying yeah. about it. Yeah. Rep your shit. Why you be happy about be it? Be like, happy, yeah. bro. You made millions of dollars doing nothing, dog. Yeah. You know, I, they don't, do they do anything? I, uh, <laughs> I thought they like ran the country. <laughs> no, uh, bro. no, no. Dude, I thought they were like in uh, charge uh. of like, you know, the traffic lights and stuff. Like they're <laughs> like, and then I just found out they're like, it's like, turn them, turn them green now. Okay, green. Yeah. yeah. But they're like they're like the Kardashians, right? Like or something? Yes. Yeah, the royal Kardashians. Yeah, yeah. Is that crazy? Dude? And people worship them. Yeah. Oh, my, my like, mom is like it's a if your moms are way on board with everything yeah. that they do. Mom, my mom has watched every like wedding, funeral. I mean, yeah. hours and hours of it. Yeah. yeah mom, yeah. Mom, mom, it's like a. Why mom, do you think? I don't know. I think it's it's a soap opera, I guess. And like, yeah. I do, I like it for that reason. I like that my mom likes it. And I yeah, like that, yeah. that that's like, it's it's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah. you know, like, I think uh, his brother and Kate Middleton or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. seems very nice. And like, seems yeah. like, I don't know. I, I, I like the idea of it. The queen's been alive forever, dude. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's funny that they, she's the queen. And then you're like, does she run anything? You're like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't let her do much. You know, <laughs> like, uh, and you're like, all right, is there, should there be another, like, what's, who's in charge of it? They don't have, they don't have anybody. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah. there's, they've never been in charge of anything. I think back in the day, day. No, nah, yeah, back in yeah. the day before they had like a parliament yeah. and all that kind of shit, they did it, but they kind of just kept them around. I think they keep them around because no one would go to England if it wasn't for that. That's true. Yeah. Like that's the fair. weather sucks. The food sucks. Oh, the true. people are not the best looking, right? It's like <laughs> all the reasons why you travel, they don't have. And so if you don't have a castle or two or yeah. the palace or yeah. that clock cool. tower or whatever, it's like that's the first thing I went to when I was there. Yeah. I got to see the palace. Why do I have to yeah. see the palace? Because I guess it's, you know, royalty. Yeah. It's, that's their Empire State Building. Yeah. That's their like Broadway, yeah. whatever. Like I always think about like, why do we go places? You know, like COVID, everyone went there because it was open. Mm -hmm. Open was enough. Yeah. Like when we went to Nashville, but then Nashville has like a party vibe. There's a, and I don't get me wrong. I know there's some elitism there, and but the party vibe in Nashville, like you could just go to those bars down on Broadway and 
uh, it doesn't have that same thing like in New York or LA. Like there's a club and the rope. You can't get in. It's just like yeah. jam as many fucking people in. Yeah. Maybe Kid Rock will show up and he'll play a few songs and it's just fun. Yeah. And that's nice when you're going on vacation. You don't have to worry about getting rejected from yeah. the club. Like you don't have to plan it. You don't have, you're just like, yeah, we go walk around. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's it great. is great. Nashville's very open in that kind of thing where it's you're not like you don't yeah. That yeah, that list kind of that stuff's exhausting. It's exhausting, but Southern culture does have that. You oh, guys yeah. do there is a bouginess. Whoa, 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 like whoa, 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 money. Whoa, 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 There's a bouginess, bro. Don't want to do that. There's a bouginess, like man. You don't think the golf club got a little uh couple requirements? Oh yeah, yeah. Those aren't Southerners. That's that's, that's rich white people. That's yeah. just that culture. Oh, is that golf club culture? That's not like New York golf clubs aren't gonna be super accepting and like Yeah, I think they just started. Yeah. <laughs> like I think they just started. And they were kinda of like forced to. Yeah. Yeah. Even out in Long Island. That's yeah. gonna take a little yeah. bit longer to get to the south. Augusta is gonna be a little slower, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't look at that as southern culture. I'm <laughs> sure there's some pretension, but we try not to put on airs. You know, it depends on where deal. you join. I mean, some of them some country clubs are the one I'm at, like it's it's some are more blue collarish. Like really? it's really just <laughs> yeah, you're paying your thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue collar. No, the one I'm at is <laughs> <laughs> well the one old Everybody got Netflix specials there. <laughs> uh no, the one I'm at is not. It's it's a straight up. It's it's like a lot of real golfers are there. Like so, it's people uh, that are serious about golf. Mm. So there's the vibe of it is uh, Vanderbilt. Their golf, their team plays there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so like the vibe of it there is like dudes are there to work, like to play and get good. Explain something to me because you've been the biggest Vanderbilt fan. Yeah. Okay. You did you you didn't go to Vanderbilt. No. You, I know you've worked that out in your head. Yeah. Go. <laughs> we don't get that in New York, like because we don't have oh, college no. sports, right? So we never got idea. on board with Rutgers for a little bit when they did good. I was there. What we did? Yeah. Well, Rutgers was I having like a really good year, and then I remember everybody's like, "Oh, everybody's cheering for Rutgers," and you're like, "Y'all just heard about Rutgers." New Yorkers were caring about a New Jersey. Rutgers college? was had a great season when I was there, and okay. so that's and it was like kind of like. 06, their 07, games 07, are 07, 08, yeah the, yeah their games were kind of on TV more so then everybody's okay. like oh Ray this Rice. is here uh, Ray Rice yeah and then so uh, okay. and so and so people were kind of excited about that they don't care but well, they, none of my boys maybe it's different because I grew up in like Manhattan or whatever but me and none of my, we never discussed college sports at all yeah. right I didn't even know college sports I knew it was popular because I like heard about March Madness and these things we didn't watch March Madness yeah I know this sounds probably crazy. Never once growing up did me and my boys go, yo, we want to watch the games this Saturday with March Madness. Yeah. Didn't watch a single college basketball game until I was in college. Yeah. And my this our school made the tournament the year before I went to UCSB. And then I saw what the fuck this thing was. So break down the like the leap between I'm gonna I don't go to the school, but I love the school, I identify with the school. How does that work in the, so it's 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 not just the south but it's like also the midwest like like ohio state all over the country like, they do it it's just, yeah. I feel like it's just new york that they don't do it uh it's it's you know a lot of us didn't have pro sports so nashville didn't have pro teams we didn't have the titans uh, so everybody's like really into college because that's all you can really root for alabama what yeah. pro team is in alabama so yeah. it's a no if there's no pro team you just love the sport and that's the only opportunity that's, to see yeah, it so live. it's like and you you know it's that town you're it's kind of it's more of about the town and stuff like that uh, so we didn't have the titans growing up so a lot of my friends were university of tennessee fans but I was a Vanderbilt fan, which was in Nashville. Yeah. And Vanderbilt's like was notoriously struggling a lot back then. And, then. and so no one was a fan of Vanderbilt then. Uh, 
but I always think it's good to be a fan of like a team that struggles. Like it makes builds character. Like you have to like you don't just get handy. You're not the Yankee. You know, I remember LeBron. Perfect nineties, bro. The Yankee LeBron was like a candy, <laughs> LeBron was like a perfect kid, like for his age that he grew up in. There, he listed his favorite teams, and yeah. it was the Cowboys, Yankees, and may, maybe the Bulls or something. Yeah, You're yeah. like, oh, was it? Was yeah. that was that hard struggle of yeah. just all of those teams won? Yeah, didn't in the he have 90s? enough struggle in his life? Yeah, maybe yeah. He just won some wins. No, that well, maybe. Didn't work out for but it's like that. <laughs> it's, uh, but I'm saying like it's there was a big generation of that where like uh, yeah. people were fans of like teams that were like yeah. there was no they don't even know what it was like to lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that's like if you're a Patriots fan or Red Sox but before they all started winning. Yeah. Like when you if you a long time ago, you struggled, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like and then if you're like a kid, you're like, oh, I don't know. We've never not won. Yeah. Like yeah. that's all we've ever yeah. dealt with. If you're a Boston sports fan, that's our age. Yeah. yeah. You don't know not winning. Oh, yeah. You remember Baseball, a few football. years because the Celtics weren't good in the '90s. Patriots were all a joke, yeah. and then the Red, the Red Sox, Sox never were cursed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in Dallas, so the first three years I started watching football, or four <laughs> years, we won three Super Bowls. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, this is what it is." This, yeah. Yeah. And then now I'm like, "Man, fuck! I would appreciate that if it happened now." Yeah. So I do think that's true. Also, one thing it about you. college is culturally, it's a part of the South. It's almost like I remember being like, "I guess I got a root for a college team." I just what you do, uh, and then I'll try to go to that college. Yeah, and then when I didn't go there, I gave up. But it's just it's just like sports is so central to life, football in particular. Yeah, you gotta find a team. That's funny. We love these colleges that would never let us in. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't yeah. get it. I, we just care about the sports, man. Like they, uh, like you ride your whole life for the school. You buy the merch. Oh you, yeah, but, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'd like to go and continue my education there, and then they go. You're not good enough. <laughs> yeah. oh. That's insane. Yeah. And I how do you still root? Well, there's not a college in America that would have let me in. Like, so it's like, <laughs> I mean, what am I, you know, like I went to a community college and then for a year, no credits, one year. And then I did Western Kentucky for a semester. Again, zero credits, felt bowl. I felt bowling. Uh, <laughs> and I'm actually a pretty good bowler. But like once they made me keep the score on my, they're like, you got to write the score down. You're like, yeah, I don't know how to do that, dude. Like, yeah. that's why they all have the screens. They yeah. keep it for you. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, you got to learn how to do it. And okay. I'm like, I don't care. Like, and then that was it. I didn't, I didn't learn. But that was, so I could never get in these colleges anyway. But you don't have any, you just want to root for something. Like yeah. we didn't have baseball teams. We were, the closest was like the Braves. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for baseball. So that's because they were always on uh, TNT, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah it's only like two hours from Nashville. Or TBS. Yeah, it's real close. Yeah, a lot of people be Cubs fans because they were on WGN. Yeah, and so you, what you could see—that's why the Cowboys—they were always on TV. So everybody yeah. became a big fan of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you—I don't know. You just—you like these college teams. You, the older you get, though, the more it changes because it's crazy. Because at first you're like. These kids are all older than you. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then you're you like, become older. then you're like, dude. I mean, I could have that kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, and it's weird to be so like you're. I love them, but you're you learn to like kind of back off to be like, I can't. Yeah, you be can't admire mad at an yeah. 18 year old. Like yeah, you know, yeah, young yeah. 18 years. Yeah. You're like, and I'm furious at this kid. Yeah. You know. I used to follow them on Twitter. If someone was thinking about going to Vanderbilt, I'd follow them on Twitter. And then when they didn't, I would unfollow them. <laughs> <laughs> 17. He's a 17-year-old kid. Like, and you're, and you're follow like, was weird enough, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, it's inappropriate a little bit. It's a little... So yeah. you're recruiting. You're recruiting I'm trying to recruit them to yeah, go like, yeah. yeah. Look, if we had some crazy kid coming to Vanderbilt, I would definitely follow them. <laughs> I still follow... I know a lot of the golfers now because they're at that thing, and I'll follow them. Yeah. Uh, 
But then some of them I know. But it's like some of them times, yeah, you follow them and then you're like, yeah, it's an 18-year-old dude. Like, I don't, whatever they're posting, you're like, I don't care about any yeah. of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's interesting. How yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's funny. You're following 18 Y'all were into the pros, though. Like, I remember, yeah. you know, when I moved to Chicago first, because that's where I was first at, uh, I was there for, like, the Bartman. Like, oh, I was, shit. I was there when all that, I was was, I was waiting tables. And uh, you know what's crazy? So if you watch that Bartman ESPN uh, documentary. Just to clarify what it is for everybody. What you want it? Bartman, yeah. 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 This but is the Steve guy who. Bartman. This is the guy that they blame the. Game six, yeah. um, game six. Which, by the way, I, I after what they did to him, I don't think the Cubs. I wish they, they never, never win won. ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that town. I I mean, I what they did to him yeah. is insane to me. So, yeah, real yeah. quick backstory: it was game six, and Chicago was I think up three two. So, if they win this game, yeah. they go to their first World yeah. Series in like a hundred years. Yeah. Foul they're, ball. They're up yeah. big. Yeah. yeah. And on the Marlins, I think, and then a foul ball is hit. And whoever the Cubs outfielder is, he is going to catch this, and the yeah. Cubs are going to win the game. Yeah. A fan reaches out, doesn't realize the outfielder's there. He's so excited yeah. to catch a foul ball, yeah. reaches out, grabs it, gets in the way. The, the outfielder can't a catch Cubs it. A Cubs fan. Cubs fan. Yeah. And then the the outfielder loses his fucking mind yeah, on the fan, yeah. and then the Marlins come back and win that game, and then win the series, and the Cubs don't yeah. make the World Series. Here's the thing. Salute. Real Moises quick. Salute, that's right. If he wasn't a Cubs fan, yeah. is he dead? If it's now with the internet, he's probably dead. Because think about that. They couldn't really get to him like they did then. Well, right, right, like, no, no. If it was a Twitter and stuff like that around, yeah, 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 yeah. he's probably dead. Like they would, people would have started filming him and tracking him. Like he could have, he at least was able to somewhat get away. Yeah. Just because the internet wasn't like it was. Oh, I meant that day. Like imagine he was a fan, I guess, of oh, Marlins. Yeah. Imagine he had a Marlins hat on. Yeah. And he disrupts he the would play. Have to be. Yeah. And the sad so, part of that whole thing, him. sorry, real quick, just you know the backstory. Yeah. I just watched, I actually watched one of the rare baseball games I've ever watched. You see him the rest of the game as Crushed. the comeback is happening. Yeah. They keep cutting back to him and he's just staring straight forward, fucking freaking out inside, like, what is happening? Yeah. Oh my God, this is all my fault. Everybody hates me. Yeah. You're just watching that for like 30 minutes and then whatever happened after you can. So the the ball was way in the in the stands. It wasn't like he didn't reach out at all. Like the ball was if he was if he didn't move, the ball would have hit him in the head. Oh, so you think that there was no way that maybe he catches it, but it's it? not there's there's 50 people. A ball is coming at you. Yeah. No, if I throw you something, you're yeah, going to yeah. move towards it. Yeah. It wasn't that insane. And by the way, they were up and then they lost. Yeah. They, yeah. so they uh, like, not well, his he, fault. He, he gave up runs. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it wasn't this, like, it wasn't, he, he reached over and like, he's, you know, yeah. boys lose having to jump kind of in the right. stands. Maybe he catches it. Maybe he doesn't. Does it, it almost, so they booed him, whatever. And then, uh, if you watch the documentary, he, then the, a woman this, that works there takes him out of the stadium and she's like, we kind of got to go. And then people see him. Because now he's been on TV all night, so people see him and they they're like, "Oh, we gotta like get you off the streets because you will get killed." Yeah. And so the woman that works there takes him to her apartment. So, girl, so I'm waiting tables that night, and Jake Melnick's this restaurant in Chicago, and so we, it was like packed. We're all watching it on TV, and all these Chicago fans. And then uh, so my a friend of mine that worked there, she goes home. Well, she's roommates with that girl. So th- th- how crazy it is. Then uh, she just goes home. Bartman's on TV. It's the craziest thing in the world. And she comes home and he's sitting in her living room. <laughs> and she's like, hey. And, and then he's just like, you know, like just kind of watching the, the coverage of it. 
This guy was such a fan. He had headphones had, on. He was listening to He's the listening radio. To the radio. Yeah. Uh, and so well, play they, by play on the radio. Oh, they. Yeah. I think they put his address out in the paper the next yeah. day. They uh, in the paper. That's I, I believe. Wow. It, I, that's I believe that's in like foul. the Chicago Tribune. I mean, I wish he sued them and where they don't exist. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they ruined that guy. Never done an interview. Never try to get anything for it. They've, they've, now they've invited him to come back. But it's like insane. To be, you ruined a guy's life. And then now, I think they sent him a World Series ring. And you're like, yeah. I don't even care about that. They, all these fans. They sent him a ring? Yeah. Oh, they, cause they, dude, they, they realize they now. What happened to his house? It got like, oh, I mean, he couldn't go to work. He had to go, like, he's never been back. I don't think, I don't know if he's been back to a game. Like, he's never, he's never done an interview. This dude is a true, this guy cares about Chicago more than those players do. Like they, he wanted them to win more than Moises Alou probably cares about the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, and you ruined this guy's life. Yeah. And it's like, and I mean, they still like. It was like ten years later. They're still would like trial Bartman ruined that game. Like just the audacity. Yeah. To do that to a guy yeah. is insane. And I and I always thought. I mean, they won, and I, I don't. I I truly didn't think. I don't want them to ever. I didn't want them to win that one. What you did to that guy mm. is enough to be. I don't get over it. Have you reached out to him? To Bartman? Yeah, I am Bartman. What about? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I have a real strong opinion about it. You're like, God, you're really mad about this. Like, yeah. It was me yeah. the whole time. It was me the whole time. Like no one knows. <laughs> Trying to get the word out. Oh fuck, dude! All right, guys, we're gonna take a break for a second because uh, some of y'all need to step your time pieces up. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you exactly how you're gonna step your time pieces up. You're gonna do it with the Vincero watch. Very, very simple, okay? Every dude needs to step up their style for the summer. A great way to do it is if you have a watch, okay? That's why we decided to partner with Vincero and help keep you looking good, feeling fresh. Vincero has got you covered, okay? You all know that I love a nice timepiece. And I'm telling you, Vincero has a bunch of absolutely beautiful timepieces that are catered to exactly the way that you dress. And I think that's the most important time. Look at my man Akash right there, bro. Killing it, bro. Value. Look at my man Akash right there, killing it, okay? Great watch for the money. Love Amazing it. value right there. Amazing looking watch. And most importantly, they can curate the style based on the way that you dress, how you operate in the world. You don't have to accommodate the watch. The watch accommodates you. How amazing is that? Okay. The guys over on their team, they sent us some of these watches. I mean, they also have sunglasses, blue light blockers, the whole nine yard. I need that blue light blocker because I think that's why my vision is going. We have been rocking them on the daily, okay? I'm telling you, look at the timepiece again. Look at it. Eh, eh, Amazing. Eh. Amazing. Now, for the money, best watches, hands down, okay? When you pick one up, you absolutely understand it. You know it. You understand what's really going on. That's why they have over 28,000 five-star reviews on their website. And you can go read them for yourself. They're offering free shipping, free returns for 365 days, and a warranty on your watch for up to five years. I mean, that's pretty wild. It is a stress-free shopping environment, if you ask me. And with Father's Day right around the corner, now is the perfect time to pick up that perfect gift. So, exclusively for our listeners, Vincero is offering 15% off of any of their products. No exclusions. Snag yourself a watch or a pair of polarized sunnies for the summer. Go to VinceroCollective.com forward slash flagrant. That's V-I-N-C-E-R-O collective.com forward slash flagrant. This is a buy that you will not regret. 
And let's get back to the show. Yo, we also got show announcements. First of all, thank you for everybody who came out to Miami. We sold that bitch out. We appreciate it. So uh, let's just keep this shit rolling. On June 4th through June 6th, I'm going to be in Phoenix at CB Live. Just picked up the show in Jersey in Hasbro Heights at Bananas. I'm going to be there for June 11th and June 12th. June 17th through June 19th, Kansas City. I'm going to be at the Kansas City Comedy Club. Come through July 1st through July 3rd. I'm going to be in San Diego at the American Comedy Club. And July 22nd through July 24th, I'm going to be at Magoobie's Joke House in Baltimore. It's a goofy-ass name, but we're going to have fun. Come through. Get your tickets on my website, akashsing.com. Yo! Big tour energy happening right now. Tickets are already out as you are listening to this. TheAndrewSchultz.com. Go get them shits. Don't let the scalpers fuck you, okay? The infamous tour. The tickets are available right now. Do not let the scalpers fuck you. Go to TheAndrewSchultz.com. Your city is on there. We are coming to your city and get those tickets before. Because I'm telling you, these scalpers, we hiking these fucking prices up. And then people, last minute, they end up spending hundreds of fucking dollars to come to the show. Go get them right now. The Andrew Schultz. I should just run down the cities real quick. One time for cultural purposes, obviously. Okay. We are coming to Virginia Beach. That's, I think we might have. Wait, will we be out there already? Yeah, your phone flashlight's on, dude. It is? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Come on, dude. My bad. Go crazy. Holy shit. <laughs> Did we already go to Virginia Beach by the time this comes uh, out? No. No. No, we didn't. We're in Virginia Beach. Virginia week. Beach. Uh, there might be some show uh, tickets left for the... for the. We added a fifth show, so there might be some tickets left. Orlando sold out. St. Louis, I think you had a couple tickets left. San Antonio, a few tickets left. Denver sold out. Omaha, go check that out. Charlotte, we got a few tickets left. And then we are cracking it open officially. Infamous tour. Dallas, Houston, Tucson, Los Angeles. Remember... I'll tell you something about that in a second. Oklahoma City, Detroit, Milwaukee, San Diego, Austin, Louisville, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Indianapolis, Washington, D.C., Madison, Chicago, Minneapolis, Fargo, Boston for New Year's Eve. And very important announcement for the special. Uh, we're now shooting a special in Austin, mm. Um, mm. Texas, Hell a yeah. state that uh, can you know promise us that they're going to be open. We don't know what the deal is with California, so we can't roll the dice on that. When you got these production companies, you have this many moving parts, cameras, all that kind of stuff. We would have actually probably done it in Florida, but we played every goddamn place in Florida, so I don't know what would be left. So we are going to do it in Austin. The, we are still going to do those L.A. comedy shows. So the comedy shows that we had booked for the special, those four shows, we are still going to do those shows. We uh, are going to honor those tickets, those people who bought the tickets before. But we're also releasing a few more tickets because now we don't have all these seats that are removed for cameras. So we're going to let you guys get some more tickets for those L.A. shows. So come on down there. Go check those out. And then um, Austin, go gobble those up if you want to be for the special taping. And uh, yeah, man, let us know if there's any questions. Obviously, you can contact the venues. You can contact Ticketmaster if you have any, any questions. Um, and uh, yeah, just really appreciate you. Really excited about all this. So let's get back to the show. Oh, golf? Yeah, because this is... Amazing stuff. Are you good? PGA Championship. I'm all right. Like, what's your uh, handicap? handicap? Yeah. I'm a uh, uh, five right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you're almost a, what is it called? Scratch golfer? Yeah. Well, five, it's very, this is where it gets tough. Five to five to zero is brutal. Why? It's just, it's, I mean, you're, you got to be shooting. You need to shoot under par some, and then you got to shoot. Uh, even a lot, mm. you know. You just can't make that many mistakes. You just can't. Double bogeys have got to be gone, and you got to make birdies. 
it's hard it's it's very and you got to be really good at putting and chipping and um how much is you love the sport and how much of it is i need me time i love the sport so like as we're doing this the major pga championship is on right now with the majors and like i think the sport is like unbelievable it's i think a lot like comedy it's on you no one else is out there. It's you. Yeah, yeah. No matter what, like the, the the course is like the audience. Yeah, yeah. You decide on how that show goes. Yeah. If you want mm. this audience to be bad or good, it's up to you. Sometimes it's windy. Sometimes it's windy. Sometimes, Sometimes it's, it's not. Sometimes yeah, yeah. stuff can go wrong. It's it's unfair. Yeah. Uh, but it's on you. You got to make your own career, your own life. No one else can help you. No one can make you do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's totally up to what you do. Yeah. Uh, so I love the aspect of that with comedy and that so I, I i love as a fan but then also it is that too for me is you know you're doing what we do stand up like and how much we're trying to think of jokes we're trying to think of stuff 24 7 our brain never shuts off it's a nightmare it's exhausting yeah. i want to be oblivious i would love to be like when you see someone that's just real oblivious you're like oh my god dude like how great would that be yeah. so, like he doesn't know what's going on yeah, yeah and you're yeah. like i walk in a restaurant you're like i know everything that's happened yeah, 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 and like i'm <laughs> you're jason board yeah you, but you're, just with no real skills yeah, yeah. you can't do anything you just know <laughs> just this guy's gonna kill me and then he kills you and you can't fight back but it's you're like overly thinking of stuff and you're just like so exhausted. So when I go play golf, it's like all your mind goes to focus on one, focus thing. on one thing. And so it's a break because you can't shut your brain off, uh, yeah. but you just can, I can put the energy into one thing and then I, then everything kind of goes away. So here's my, my question about golf and this would drive me fucking nuts. You one hole ruins the whole 18 potentially. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I suck at golf. So I'm literally just trying to like hit one hole well. Yeah. The rest don't matter. If I get one, that's the goal. Yeah. Right. If I can shoot like what is it? One, bo if I bogey a hole, that's one over. Yeah. That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But for you, since you're so close to par, if you fuck up one hole badly, the whole four hours that you're out there is ruined. Right. Well, you gotta try to get it back. So like, so a lot of times you gotta mention that's a that's the mental aspect of it. It doesn't break you. Well, the, you're, you're playing yeah, so it, fucking well, and then one hole. It does break you, but the mental aspect is you got to get over that. I mean, that's the. But again, it goes like everywhere. You have to. You have to learn to deal with that. Like you got to learn. Like yeah, dude, you got to double bogey or triple bogey. You don't just restart. You let me just go back to one and just run. I mean, you back. want to. So I played in the, our club championship, and uh, I've one day I played really good. And this you got to play by the rules. Like you got everything's got to go in the hole. Yeah. You know, the no gimmies, all this stuff like okay, that. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> And so I end up getting, I get back-to-back -back eight. So quadruple bogeys, back-to-back -back quadruple bogeys. And like, that's, uh, I mean, that's bad, you know? <laughs> like it's not, And so, yeah, it's, I mean, your whole day's kind of shot there. But then from that moment on, I thought, well, if I can just be even par from there on out. Yeah. And then I did that. I ended up the nearest of the holes. I shot even par. I made a bogey, but made a birdie. I kind of canceled each other out. Yeah. And at least made it to even par after those two eights. So then I shoot like an 81 or something. And uh, and what is the course? 72. 72. Okay. Yeah, yeah or yeah. 71, I think, is the course. So yeah. on that one. So it's 10 over. Yeah. But an 81 is good. And like, you know, for uh, for Ooh, me, but, it's, but that could have easily been a 95. Right, right, and right. So right. Like if you, you start, just let it go. You start going like, all right, let me yeah. calm it back down. I'm just and saying like, the mounting pressure. Like, I do have respect for golfers. I don't really respect a sport as a sport. No right. offense. But like, uh, but but I do have respect for the mental aspect in terms of like, 
<clears throat> the mounting pressure of you having the best game of your life, it just gets that much it's worse. It's like when a pitcher has a no-hitter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, like, that oh. the entire time. Yeah. So it's, it's not, that's what I mean. Like it's, it's a it's a no. That is a great way to put it. Is a pitcher with no hitter in this the entire time. But eighteen yeah, yeah. innings. Eighteen. Yeah. Okay. So when, every shot okay. and every shot is like that. Yeah. So 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 when does <laughs> when does it become when does the pressure kick in? Like the first three holes, if you're doing well, you're not going like, oh my god, this is my best time ever. I'm gonna ruin it. Yeah. Six, eight. It's in there the whole time because you, but it, it, I would say the back nine is when it starts. If you had a good round going, because you all you're like, well, now I can just ruin it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so you start thinking of that stuff. So all this bad stuff, you know, it's like when you're on stage telling a joke. Yeah. And you ever have like, you ever think you're like, all right, I got one joke left. If I don't mess this joke up, this was a great set. And you're like, why are you thinking that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you or you're or you're filming. Yeah. Like you're filming. You're oh, like, yeah. oh fuck, they didn't laugh at that. Is yeah. this whole show ruined? Or is this whole joke yeah. ruined? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's these those little things pop in your head that happens in golf. So you think I that. actually struggle with that more. Like even like doing shows. Yeah. If the crowd is fire for every comic, I'm like, I can't be the one that fucks this up. If the crowd sucks for every comic, I'm like, we'll have to lose. Yeah. I'll go up and uh, dude, do it. You know, it's so weird. Maybe this is us like coming up in New York, but like I'm weirdly comforted by oh, a bad yeah. crowd. Oh yeah. Like now I'm I get to sell away to go on and like some comic is up just fucking murdering. I'm like, oh God. Yeah. I gotta bring them down. Yeah. To bring them back. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But like when they're like a little bit like ornery, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. when they're kind of like a little disgruntled a little bit, maybe they don't trust it. And I'm like, this is home, baby. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is yeah. every single time I went on stage. Yeah, yeah, you didn't every, trust. Yeah. And then you get to be a little like angry at them or a yeah. little dismissive to yeah. them. And then there's like a little battle. Yeah. Then you get to that breaking point. Yeah, yeah. That is weird. That is weird. I don't know. I, I guess. So a guy like Tiger. Did that make it that much more exciting when his heyday, when he would like hunt down these players? Tiger is so like, you know, they always, you always want to compare someone to Michael Jordan, right? Yeah. And really the only person you can is Tiger Woods. There's no one really else. Really? I mean, as far as what they did, no one, I don't think anybody, Michael and Tiger are the same person. And they're, it's, they were both the biggest stars of their things. And they were explain it every, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so when Tiger came, actually, you know, being a, a black golfer, like was not no one. There wasn't that many. There were there was a there was a lot before him. So it's not like they're not. Yeah. But it was. But when Tiger took Tiger took it to n- another level that where Jordan did, where you're like, well, just everybody's on board with this guy. We all worship this guy. Mm. This guy's the biggest star on earth. Mm. We all want to be him. They loved what they do. They like Jordan. You know, like I'm you see, like J- Lord Jordan Lebron, right? Like I was always a big LeBron defender. Uh, I'm kind of bouncing all over here. I have a big theory with Kobe too. Like I missed out on Kobe because I was too into Jordan. So that's our generation. Yeah, yeah. same exact thing. Jordan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe was too close to us that I didn't. I, that's my only. I wish I would have appreciated him and watched him because we saw so much Jordan. We saw Kobe. so much Jordan that it was like it was hard to. It was like all right, I can't. This yeah. is too. Yeah, I'm yeah. watching the same movie. I can't. I gotta. But you now know. you look at you're like, oh, he was a killer. I wish I would have watched. Yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. But I look at uh, LeBron. I was able to kind of get back into LeBron because I was like, I was, I was, I was like a generation removed. Yeah, I yeah, go, yeah. okay, I'll watch this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so, uh, but like you see with LeBron and Jordan, like Jordan, like didn't like talk about himself at all. Like he didn't, you know. LeBron starts, he tweets a lot of stuff how great he is, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're kind of like, all right, dude, you're like killing me here. Like, yeah, I want yeah, you yeah. to be the guy, but yeah, yeah. Jordan's quiet. Jordan, I don't know, was like humble. Didn't but then, have Twitter? 
Didn't have Twitter, yeah. which is humble. They, also, good. not at all. Yeah, not, well, not at all humble. Uh, but if you asked him if he was the greatest, he never said yeah. Like he was like, oh no, no, the other guys are humble in that aspect. I think he would say he's the greatest. I think they asked him, and he said he was. He goes, no, it's not. The only guy who could beat me or could come close to beating me is Kobe because he stole all my moves. Yeah. When did he say that? <laughs> uh, but I thought they asked him. We're just going to remove Jordan yeah. from Nate. Nate yeah. loves Jordan. Yeah, I got to right, find dude. out who he Nate really is. Jordan's not that yeah. good of a dude. He would punch people in the face that disagree with him in practice. So this the social media aspect, I guess that you don't hear all of this stuff. I knew, yeah, yeah. I know he's aggressive in that way. Yeah, but the, but it's. But I'm like, that's about his practice. It's that's not like, actually more tiger-like to me. Is they're fucking killers. Yeah, but yeah, everything yeah, yeah. stays right here. Yeah, and they don't. They didn't have Jordan had a couple friends in the league. Tiger didn't have any friends on tour in his yeah. day. I, he is a he is an island. Jordan I hear what is you're saying island. with LeBron. Like, there's a weakness to him. Who am I to fucking call LeBron weak? Like, he just squashed. There's me. no there's not a weakness. I just think if you talk about the two greatest, I think it's uh, Jordan, LeBron, and then you can have a conversation outside of that. Oh wow! I don't like when people drop people like drop LeBron like it's like garbage. I mean, him winning three championships at three different teams to me, if he gets to five championships, that counts as a sixth to me in the fact that he did it at three separate teams. So now you're like, yeah, maybe you can you go try to say he doesn't have six. Mm-hmm. He won at three different teams. That's pretty wild. It's hard to build a team around That's you crazy, and dude. start over. So I like, hear what you're saying. It's LeBron and Jordan. Yeah. That's the conversation. Yeah. And then it's always funny that no one ever they always people always say the championship thing and you're like, oh okay, so you want to talk about Bill Russell? They're like, get out of here. I don't talk about Bill Russell. You're like yeah. Well, then we're not talking about a championship thing because he has like there, 10. Was, there wasn't any black guys in the league. Like Bill Russell. But he won. I know Williams. Williams. There was, 10 or 11. was there. It was one. That's a pretty good one, though. It's it was pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. It was pretty good. But there was eight teams, like or yeah. 12 teams. Like it was a different okay. league. It was okay. different. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, the greatest winner in history. Yeah. Bill Russell. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but the LeBron thing, I don't know. When I meant weakness, I meant like um, there's like an emotional weakness. There's an ego weakness. And I think that's what you're talking about with the He's tweets. trying to prove himself. Yeah, like it's over and over. Pro- and being like, no, 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 I'm doing good. I am the guy. Yeah. I'm going to crush you. Everybody you, did you. it for him. Everybody did I'm saying what? everybody, everybody, like fans and everybody wrote how great he was. They did it. Yeah. Jordan did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't Jordan have to. didn't yeah, yeah. come out and go. I'm the greatest yes. that's doing like Jordan. Like that's what I mean by humbled. Like I'm not yeah. saying he's humbled, yeah. but he didn't. He, there was no things going. He would confidently answer a question. Yeah, but he never. I mean, LeBron just tweeted that he's the 25 points per game thing. Yeah, he tweeted where everybody was, or he posted it. He posted it. He's also Bleacher Report didn't post it. Yeah, he posted it, and he's reacting to people. Like yeah, it's like, like you're like All say right, the whole dude. post because it's kind of funny. It was like he said, um, I don't know, I don't. It, Y'all never saw me as a scorer. Well, yeah. that's how I wanted it anyway. It's like yeah, who's 20, saying that and about? Then he, yeah, no one. I, I, he goes, no one said anything. I'm a pass first guy. I'm like yeah, dude. I think right. there's an argument. You're the greatest talent to ever play basketball. Yeah. Uh, they want to say he's better than Jordan or whatever. I don't know. LeBron's no one's built like that, dude. No one's that big and runs that yeah. fast and can pass that good. And I mean, shoot. The, vision, like, the core vision—it's crazy, insane. dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, LeBron's—it's bananas. Yeah. Uh, but like Jordan, like I don't know. It was like the more you're like, he just didn't hear all the stuff. Now they did grow up in two different areas. But anyway, back yeah. to the Jordan Tiger thing. Yeah, That's yeah. why they're the exact same. Person. I just don't get Tiger. I, well, it's I, crazy, I'm not dude. Impressed. You missed out. 
I, I'm you, just not you, impressed. A, well, that's insane. The guy falls apart I over golf and pussy. Times, like, there's I don't a great get it. book about everything a tiger, and the documentary covered a lot of it, but she's like, the guy was raised to be a fucking killer. His dad at damn golf. near gave him PTSD, just like yelling at him on the golf. Yeah, no, but it was weird. The stuff yeah. his dad is doing is like trying to break him on the golf course. And he said to Tiger, if it ever gets to be too much, you say this one word and I will stop. And it's a safe it. word. It was a safe word. Yeah, yeah. Tiger never used a safe word. He would call him the N-word. He would like fucking berate that you yeah. shit, you suck. And Tiger wouldn't fucking break. This kid is But then he broke. He broke with bitches. I mean, eventually. Bitches like, break yeah. men. But he did pretty good until he broke. I mean, but Legit that's where won a golf tournament. Jordan I don't probably would have broke sport, but. if they would have had uh you know, if like the error that he would have like all nah, those guys right. they, that guy's unbreakable, dude. Uh, if they would doesn't care. I mean, he quit, a different dude, level. He quit of not basketball care. for two years. He had a fucking Hitler mustache, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah. breaks him, dude. Yeah. I do whatever I want to do, however I want to. But do he it. did quit basketball for two years. He retired very early. And then he came back. So that was so he was broke though. I don't think he was broke. Kid. I think he had like some beef in the league. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of conspiracies about what that is, but I think it was just like, oh, you're not gonna tell me what I do. I do whatever yeah. the fuck I want. Uh, if the tiger thing though, so the golf, if you think it's like, I know it's like the idea, like how good John Daly, for instance, people think he's just this fat guy, you know, the hand and eye coordination he has, I saw him actually play two weeks ago uh -huh. and we were all hidden in this kind of this celebrity kind of thing. And so we're 150 yards from a hole and there's 200 people watching and they made all the celebrities hit to, you know, to get close to the hole, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you made it, you would win. And so, like, the, the pressure of hitting with 200 people watching right. is wild. All you're thinking is, like, I want the ball just to go up there. I don't even care if it goes near it. Just right. don't duff it. Don't slide it. Yeah, don't, yeah. like, shank it. And so everybody's hitting. And then John Daly goes last, pretty drunk, and he hits it. This guy's 50-something years old. And, dude, the ball just never leaves the flag. It doesn't go in. But it just, the flag's here. The ball goes directly over the flag. <laughs> the, you know how insane that is, dude? Yeah, yeah. You know how hard it is to hit a golf ball? It's so hard. It's really hard. It's really, really hard. And it looks like it shouldn't be, which it is looks that like much it more frustrating. Be. When Tiger won that Grand Slam where yeah. he won every major and yeah. they did a thing that, nobody's done that, dude. Nobody's, his, so a handicap. What happens when real athletes start playing golf, though? They 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 can't they do play golf and they don't do good. Do they though? They do go play golf. Michael Jordan's played golf his during the NBA. Michael Jordan beat off. Tiger Woods in golf many times. No, this is this is this yeah. is known, dude. Yeah, you don't. You're just trying to say it like to go. There's, there's, these are real athletes, but they're Look learning golf late. I'm saying, what happens when real athletes go in? Not like John Daly, but like a yeah, real they do, athlete. Dude, just Justin Johnson. Phil Mickelson's a real athlete. He's an accountant. All yeah. these guys are accountants. Like, what happens when it's guys that actually have, like, you know, fast twitch muscle fibers, like real athletes, they start playing yeah. golf? You well, know they what I mean? do. Dustin Johnson could have, uh, I think, could play basketball somewhere, like in college. He, yeah, he could have yeah. done all that. He is a real athlete. Yeah. Brooks Kepka. These guys, Tiger changed that. Now these guys are all jacked. Now they're fucking jacked. And now they're in shape. And now they're, they're getting real good at golf, finally. Yeah. What Tiger did in his run was unreal. Handicaps, right? <laughs> yeah. So if I'm if I'm a five handicap, yeah, uh, and then you get to zero is scratch, then you start going plus, yeah. So plus is good. So a lot of golfers are plus five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. When Tiger was at his best, I believe he was a plus ten. So that means every time he goes out to play, it your handicap is basically what you ten of the holes he's 
No, under par. Oh, un, yeah, yeah. If he if he played me, and then the rest par. Rest of a part. So it, well, your handicap is what you're capable of doing. Yeah. So if I'm a, if I'm a plus five, I can go shoot under par, but like I can also go shoot a 77. That's what my abilities yeah. are. Right. And then so his his capability. Every course that he walked on. Yeah. If it's a par 71. Yeah. He can go shoot a 61. That's but like, imagine like Antonio Brown. He could do like a 55. Yeah. Like somebody Probably. that actually was yeah. built to do, you know, cool physical shit. Tom yeah, Brady. Here's why you'll never know because those guys will never play golf. Why? Yeah. Well, they do go try. Not, you watch them go play. Fun. But they don't put the same effort in. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what if they put the exact same effort in? Golf you know is what I mean? like, like chess. You know, it's a sport, but it's more mental than anything. It's chess. It's so hard that Tiger you... Tiger Woods was an athletic chess player. Yeah. Ah, like an astronaut. Yeah. He's an astronaut. Gotcha. Where well, you have to be physically fit, but you also have to be like smart. Mentally strong. Mentally yes. strong. Yeah it's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's so hard that you dismiss it like the way you're dismissing it. It's, That's how hard it is. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It's like that you're just acting like you're trying to say Tiger's not good because you're... That's how hard golf is. That you just were like, no, none of them are good. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Sometimes I'll see my fiance cleaning, right? She'll be like yeah. sweeping, and I'll be like, that's golf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think golf is. Yeah. It's kind of sweeping. Something that's cleaning so up hard, the course. Clean it up. That's what people tend to do with yeah. something that's untainable. They yeah. go, well, but that. they don't do that with stand up, right? They're like, oh my God, that's the hardest thing. I would never want to do that. But everybody goes to the golf and they're like, yeah. Everybody wants to do stand up. But it's the most terrifying thing in the world. Like, it is the most terrifying. Friends. But I mean, how many people There's do no we... celebrity stand up tournaments. There's a lot of celebrities that just get into stand up though. Like but uh, they're poor now. I know, but I mean that's but they go they go it do it. It would terrify them. Yeah. The like celebrity tournament's not like everybody's good. Everybody's real bad out there. I'm just trying to say you don't think that like let's think of a, an athlete, Dwayne Wade. You don't think of Dwayne Ronaldo, fucking Ronaldo, yeah, Messi. Dude. These guys do play and they're yeah, if they if they dedicated <clears throat> they're, it's just different. The hand-eye and whatever they're good at, the yeah. pressure and the hand-eye or coordination, all that stuff's like a little bit better. Like, right. and that's where I think golfers come from. I mean, they're real. They are athletes, dude. They got to go. You got to play eighteen holes with every hole is that much pressure, right? Mentally, that's it's just a different thing, dude. Yes. Like, it's Mentally. yeah, it's you're you're just it's one move. It's a different sport. I'll be honest with you. I think I could be a scratch golf scratches par. Yeah, if I pl if I worked on it for six months to a year, I think I could get it down. If you can get to scratch, I'll give you one hundred thousand dollars. If you can get to scratch, <laughs> if, if I can be a scratch golfer in one you year, you, yeah, I I'll think give you if you one hundred thousand dollars in you these gave guns, me <laughs> like, I'll do whatever you want. Like, so I think if I six months to a year, I would have to dedicate myself full. Like I'd have to at least spend. I don't know. I'd have to go golf. I'll let you do it every day. You have to go. Oh, I don't every need every day. day. I would go like maybe on Sunday, maybe on yeah. Saturday as well. And yeah. then if um, I could do it two times a week, I think I could. I think yeah. I could be a scratch golfer. I'll give you more than a hundred thousand dollars if I, I could mean, do it. Scratch golfer? Yeah. In a year. Six months to a year. I think between six months and a year, I'd be able to hit it. Probably yeah, around absolutely. the nine-month mark. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'd I'll have to do it at dollars. least two days a week. I'd have to do it at least two days a week. Dollars, but I'll get it. I'll figure out how you to You would get give it. me a million dollars if I could do that? <laughs> if you can if you can get to scratch golfer to... Uh, now, unless you're lying, and I don't know that you're some golfer or something that you're I, already... I'm, I'm from New York. Where would yeah. I golf? Yeah, there's nowhere. There's nowhere to so, go. So yes, yeah. So six months to a year. Absolutely. But if I just focused on it, like if I actually went there and I like looked at the ball and I tried to hit it straight, I think yeah. I could do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he also thinks he can beat Ronda Rousey in a UFC. Movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could definitely yeah. do that. I think that Akash could also do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not on board with this one. She beat Turtle and Entourage, so I doubt it. 
Wait, in uh, an actual fight or the in Entourage? The show Entourage. Oh, it was the show. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Because then I was, about, I was about to think about that. Yeah. Because he's littler, but he's still a guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, look, I don't want to like ruin golf for you or anything like that. I'm just saying it's... You're not, I mean, you're not ruining... You won't ruin it for me. I, I love how I, much I'll you be love rewarded it. by it. Yeah. Because you don't... Because uh, I actively do play every day trying to get to yeah. zero. And, and you also have like... You have like a golf thing, right? Yeah. So that's... Oh, yeah, dude. And I can't do it. What do you mean? I Just, can't get to zero. I think you could get to zero. Have you tried playing Will you give one, me one to two million times dollars a week? If I, could, I actually need a million. I got to give you a million. I'll I'm, g- like, <laughs> I'm gonna try to get some. Will someone give me a million if I get to zero? Because then I have to give my million to Andrew. So like I don't have. A, I need something. Uh, All right, guys, we're gonna take a break for a second because I need to save you some time and get you some nutrients. Okay, that's what's rare. It's very easy to eat quickly. It's very difficult for most of you to eat quickly and get delicious, nutrient-rich meals, okay? And that's because you're not using Freshly. And you're going to start using Freshly right now because it's saving you fucking money and delivering your body the goods that it needs. It's also delivered right to your fucking house pre-prepared, okay? Pre-prepared? I don't even know if that's a word. That's pre-twice. That's pre-pre-twice. But it's prepared before it even gets to your door and you whip that shit up in no time. I'm telling you, grocery shopping, cooking can be a pain. Who the fuck wants to do that? Unless you have a passion for cooking, just let Freshly do all of it for you and deliver it right to your door so you can get that good good immediately, okay? Freshly. Freshly.com is where you're going to visit. Freshly.com. You can choose over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak, peppercorn, sausage, baked penne, or their chicken pesto bowl. Freshly can fit your lifestyle with a variety of plans and meals to pick from that work for your dietary needs, preferences, tastes, and family size. And now our listeners can try Freshly for just $6.16 per meal. That is way cheaper than you're going to spend going out. It's probably cheaper than you're going to spend making that meal, all things considered. So stop searching the internet for healthy food near me every night and start living a life of freshly, okay? A life of freshly means you're going to be living healthy. Simple as that, delivered right to your door. Can't get easier than that. How are you going to do it? I'll tell you how you're going to do it. First, your meals are always delivered fresh, never frozen. Think about that. And they're ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes. With new meals added each week, Freshly brings the convenience of the chef-made nutritionist design classics right to your kitchen. So right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash flagrant. Wow. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly.com slash flagrant. Get $40 off your first two orders. That's Freshly.com slash flagrant for $40 off your first two orders. Now let's get back to the show. Okay. Um, Nate, before you go, please tell everybody where they can see you. I know you got a tour coming up. Yeah. I know you got the special. I know just everything. I mean, the uh, podcast. Yeah, the Nate Land podcast. Uh, it's on YouTube and like all, you know, whatever all the podcast stuff is. Yeah. And then, it's really funny. You guys have yeah. great clips. I mean, like I always watch the clips that pop up on yeah, your page, yeah. but it's really funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just being funny. It's like we're not trying to, you know, and I don't I don't talk about it that much. Like uh, what the podcast. I don't know. I like where it's uh, but it, it is very I enjoy it. I think it's helped my stand up. Really? Hmm. You know, because I think that was the hard part when, you know, when you get off, uh, when you leave New York and you're not doing spots and you really kind of start doing the road. You start develop your ideas. And you do, spots don't really mean anything. You don't really need spots as much. Yeah. You don't want them as much. Yeah. Uh, I think to be the better comic, you got to go learn on the road and you got to learn to like, you're a show. Yeah. When people come see you, you're yeah. the show. Yeah. They need to see the show. And so, uh, but doing this podcast and being funny and, 
you know, it's like, it, it, it's a good muscle. It's kind of back to like New York when he was like, that's what made so fun in New York is like busting balls and like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Nayland podcast specials, the greatest average American on Netflix. And then, yeah, the tour, uh, the rain check tour. Uh, a lot of the dates have been put up. Yeah. Uh, brand, it's all new material. People always wonder that. You yeah. ask that a lot. Uh, and then I'll be coming to a lot of cities. A lot of cities are not announced. That's the big thing, dude. People, they're like, well, when are you coming here? You're like, yeah, dude, I'm, when do I, do I get off the vibe that I don't tour? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, we're going yeah. to Wichita, dude. I'm coming to Dallas. All right. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. let's not worry about it. Like, I'll be there. Like, uh, <laughs> but these are the dates. So they're all up. They all went up now. And then, yeah, I'll be in Naples is my last kind of club date. What are you doing? Uh, off the hook. Off the hook. Yeah. Oh, Dude, yeah. I remember I did that. There. Is it still in the uh, the restaurant? I don't know. I haven't been there. In, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever. I think I've been there once. Uh, I don't know. Oh, dude, I had a bad bomb in that place, man. <laughs> yeah, a lot of I've heard of mixed. I'm hoping that it's it's. I think it's you know when you get your. I think they fans, changed it. I think they. I think they changed it. it, and if you get your fans there, okay. It's uh. I'm yeah, this is way before that, and I was just, I just heard them frying shrimp. Yeah, like I heard the shrimp get dropped yeah. in to the grease. You just hear like, this guy's not that good. shows where you hear the cooking. <laughs> that shit is the worst. Uh, I mean, like one thing is like hearing ice in a drink and you're like, okay, I guess that kind of understand. Ice kind of loud. But like when I could find, I, I knew what they made. I heard yeah, the like, grill dog, yeah, the motherfucking yeah, yeah. burger. Bro, it's so quiet. Son, it's Dude, sizzling. It's not even that loud. Literally a few minutes before, I'm listening to the girl put the order in. So yeah. I know the order, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's loud because nobody's laughing, right? And then a few minutes later, I just hear, so yeah, it's popcorn shrimp. Yeah, it's almost ready. <laughs> she sits there, she goes, I think they're almost ready. <laughs> it's, com it's, she com knows it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> that is funny. Like when you hear afterwards, you're like, can y'all calm it down with the noise? And they're yeah. like, I mean, I set silverware on the table very gently. <laughs> and you're like, why don't you do better? You're like, you that's all right. Yeah. 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 All right, maybe I should be doing better. But could you guys, how loud is that soda machine back there, man? Is, it, is there a microphone by it? They're like, that's the restaurant next door. That's how quiet you made it. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, man, some bad bombs. Some bad bombs. You're a bomb in, uh, in comics, you know, comics. Mm -hmm. uh, comedy club in Connecticut. Yeah, the one in the casino. Oh yeah, oh, um, Foxwoods. Fox, Foxwood. Foxwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard a guy win. I don't know what game he was playing, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I was falling so hard. And I guess one of the doors opened or something. I just heard a guy go, "Woo!" Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in that fucking room just bombed Look with back. me, looking out like, oh, we could be out there winning, yeah. man. What the fuck did you drag me in here for? It's the quietness is just wild. Yeah. When you're bombing, that's the, it's something special, man. It's like when you're doing it and you're yeah. like, dude, you're in it and no one's laughing and you hear everything that's going on. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. It's an experience. <laughs> Do you ever want to go up though when it's bad? You know, like we talk, I give yeah. you talk about that earlier. When someone's like, "Yo, dude, this this show is terrible," and like I remember, me and Giannis did some show in Long Island, and they were they weren't even listening. Like you could yeah. go on stage as a comic and do a set, and eighty percent of the crowd would be like, "Oh, I didn't even know there was a comic on yeah. stage at one point." <laughs> yeah. Like they, which is wild, dude. Yeah. To be going like yeah. doing uh, New Year's Eve shows. Yeah, I remember hosting those in New York, yeah. and uh, you would you you would go up. You know, like they get the show done and there's still like 10 yeah, minutes yeah. before the ball gets dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're dropping checks yeah. and people are just talking yeah. and you're in a, you're talking in a microphone and you're like, this is pretty surreal. Just yeah. like I'm on stage yeah. doing what my dream is. Yeah. yeah. And there's people that if you asked you like, hey, do you remember when I went on stage? They would be like, 
no, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> and you're like, dude, I was in front of you. They, I mean, that's like, it's, it's crazy. It's unbelievable to have to like deal. Like you have to emotionally deal with that. I was in front of you for 20 minutes. Yeah. That's a long time. That's a fucking that's sitcom, a, bro. Yeah. It's a, in front of you. Yeah. And you, and you walk out and yeah. they're like, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even see you. Yeah. You're like, and you're like, the microphone was on, man. It was yeah. on. It's not like it was off. It, I was the loudest thing in the room. And they go, oh, I thought it was like, uh, I don't know. what I thought it was like a newscast. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. I thought they turned on Channel 2 or something. We were watching the ball drop. Yeah, they were those shows. They'd be shows in the city where like nobody, I think, told the people in the restaurant there was going to be a show. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. what are they called? Like kamikaze yeah. comedy or something like that? Yeah, like, yeah. Where, Ambush, ambush, yeah, like an ambush yeah. show. I think they were they did a show at a laundromat too. Like, yeah, they were just these places. Like, this is what comics do. Like, they find places where there are people will be. We're parasites. Yeah. Any host yeah. that will have us, yeah. we yeah. will come suck the business out of yeah. your store. Yeah. Yeah. But there was a time where we would like have to promote it. Yeah, and then comics got savvy. They're like, well, people are always waiting for the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. What if we do the show in front of the bathroom? Yeah, you know, and they did it at a laundromat. So we just, just needed people. Yeah, just people. we needed bodies, bro. The laundromat. I mean, New crazy. York would be get in front of people. I remember going to Broadway Comedy Club, and you're bombing, and you're like, "Where's everybody from? Like, does anybody speak English in here?" And it's like a room of like nobody's Asian English. tourists, yeah. and not one spoke English, yeah. and they're just there kind of for the yeah. experience. Well, they're there for Dave Chappelle because they were told, yeah, that Dave yeah. Chappelle yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and you're just bombing, yeah. dude. and you're like, and then you're like, "Does anybody really speak English in here?" But yeah. like, not really. Like, you know, they know just not really. Like, and then, <laughs> <laughs> Not really. You're like, oh, okay. And then you just bomb for 10 minutes and you get out. Yeah. That's what, it, that stuff. I would say, oh, by the way, that's the highlight of your day. Uh, like the whole earlier part of your day, you're going, tonight, tonight <laughs> Broadway <laughs> Comedy you're Club. You're building up to that. Oh, you're yeah. building, you're tweaking little words in the set. Oh, I'm going to yeah. try this. Got a new joke. Oh. That is like a Game of Thrones finale. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, that's what I waited for this huh? whole time. This huh? whole time. <laughs> New York was good. I would say New York was like dog years. For that's why yeah. comics, that's why New York comics to me are always so great is like because we get up so much, yeah, over an eight year period. Like, I, didn't, I went up every day for that's eight true. years, like, every day. You age in time on stage, yeah. Like, there are comics you go to certain places, they've been doing it 12 years, but they've really been doing it like a year and a half. Like oh, you did yeah. a 10 minute spot once a week, yeah. yeah. You're not aging quickly in this comedy. Uh, no, we're we if we had a bad show, I mean, you know, the most I ever did was seven in one night, which yeah. is too much. Yeah. But average would After be like four, it gets yeah, a lot. Yeah. Four, yeah, three to five would probably be about your average. Yeah. For you know, at the beginning you're only doing one. Yeah. But you could go hit multiple open mics. Yeah. But then once you kind of get into the clubs, you're doing, you know, probably four. Yeah. And so four a night, dude, that's a lot. Yeah. You can fix a joke like you would know, see it evolve. You see it evolve. Th that's what I miss. Like we came down here so we could start doing stand up again and obviously get out of New York because it was just so locked down. But what I do miss is having an idea that has no punchlines. It's just something funny about it. Mm -hmm. And then going on stage and like working it out with that audience. Yeah. That's the only way I learned how to write. Like yeah. I did not learn how to or I could talk to like my friends about it. Yeah. Oftentimes like talking to non-comics is really helpful. Yeah. Because they're not like uh, looking for it. You're just having like a pretend. Try to mix it in. Yeah, you're like a pretend serious conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like. But that's I, always makes you be more conversational. That's why I, I like doing that sometimes. It's like you try to, 
you, not like you're doing it, you're acting in front of the, them, yeah, but, but you, you could kind of like, but you get it. And then if you can, if you can say, if I can say it to you and it'd be funny in this conversation, then it'll be funny. Then it'll be, stage. yeah. Conversation. Yeah. I like being conversational. That was a big Burr and Patrice thing. Like that's, they would always say, I would ask like, do you write everything out word for word? And they'd be like, no, no. because it's like, then it gets too scripted. Yes. And so you don't want to be scripted. You know where the jokes are. You know where the laughs are. Yeah. And it's not bad if a couple things change. Yeah. Like if, if some people always tell me like, well, you did it. You didn't do the joke the same as you did it the other night. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Like it keeps it, it fresh it, for it keeps me it too. Like a little like, yeah. you know, I don't want to miss the main part. Yeah. But it's overall, you're like, yeah, it should be a little flowing. So it's always. I want to be like a little that. surprised when I'm telling you. Yeah. I want it to feel like it's. I mean, if not the first time, but I want to feel like it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and I know this is maybe bad habit, like I kind of like getting a little lost in it. Yeah. Like I'll I'll flip an order of something I'll, on I'll purpose, yeah, right? yeah. and like try to like work myself out of it. Yeah. Because I don't know, it feels if I I always feel like if I feel alive in the moment with it, then they'll feel my energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I've thought about in golf. I've thought so. Golf has a lot of mental coaches. Oh, we're doing this again. We're doing golf again. <laughs> Let me tell you. The, the disrespect you show Tiger Woods is bananas, dude. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, the guy that now, they couldn't uh, hold it together. Yeah, he held it all. He just walked dude. on grass so, for a living. Yeah, that's a tough he's, life. I mean, he's the greatest. He's my favorite. He's probably my number one. If I could ever meet Tiger Woods, is my number one person. Really? That's it. I am. I love him, dude. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Okay. Jordan would be there too. If you have a sister, he'd but, probably be into. It. Huh? Oh uh, yeah, sister, yeah, he'd probably be. Yeah, into it. he liked them white. Yeah, he liked them white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's not all his fault either. You know, his dad used to like when they would when they was a kid, he'd go to a golf course. His dad had a Winnebago, and uh, like as he's practicing, his dad would just take women into that Pipe Winnebago. Down, yeah. And I mean, like, and he's married, so he's like just cheating on his mom, and Tiger's watching it. Yeah. Like for toughness for mental toughness. Yeah, yeah. And he never yeah, yeah. said the safe word. He never said the safe word. They didn't either. Uh, <laughs> there's a, yeah. sex jobs. Yeah. We got there that. Yeah. Damn it. I knew it was in it you, happened. bro. I Yo. knew it. You react to the Yo, world. You trick me, dude. You trick me. <laughs> See, my mom comes out. I'm like, I'm sorry. My mom's like mad at me. I, I just never think like that. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> That's all I think about, dude. Once we're done with this, I'm like, Yo, dude, I have real big problems with this stuff. I just quiet. <laughs> Andrew, you're hitting a little close to home. You have a big, uh, but the mental, but the I have mental a sex joke addiction. The mental, the <laughs> mental joke, uh, the mental aspects. They, how to be mentally? They tell them how yeah. to like teach them. Yeah. And I thought about that with stand up, yeah. where you, because uh, you can catch yourself wandering. Yeah. And yeah. you're not in the moment, and you're like, I need to be better about being in the moment. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like that kind of aspect too is another reason that it compares. Dude, I, that's so funny. Like, I always think about like. Uh, what can I do outside of comedy to be better at comedy? Mm-hmm. Like, I know it sounds weird, but I look at these athletes and they're like, okay, they're like, if LeBron's playing basketball, but he's also like doing fucking yoga and ballet and all these yeah. other things to get his footwork. I'm like, what can I do in stand up? Is it mean like I'm reading things? Experience. Trying to increase my, it's experience. I think it's experience. You experience. just go do stuff. You go put yourself, the hardest things part, to talk about. go do something that's uncomfortable. Yes. You're, you're, yes. If your girl wants you to go to, you know, we got to go eat with these people. Yes. You don't like them. Well, you need to go. Yes. Oh, we got this dinner party. Okay, I'll go. Yeah. Like, go do these kind of things that yeah. you're like, you would normally be like, I'm not going. 
and then go. That's the, the put joke. stuff together yeah, like yeah, by, yeah. you know dropping we, in right. But yeah. yeah, I mean that was I mean when we were on the road that that's what I would do back in the day. The reason I would uh, I did these like vlogs was to get out of the hotel. Yeah, because I'd realize I'd be in Columbus, Ohio. I'd be in the room and I'd wake up at noon. I'd get some food and then I'd go back into my hotel and then I'd talk to three hundred people. Yeah, I talked to nobody. Yeah, and then I talked to three hundred. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I just got to go out and like do that. And then I started going out and do things. And all of a sudden I had shit to talk to these people about, yeah. about their hometowns. It was really fucking kind of interesting and cool. Yeah. It was okay. But like, what if there's a mental aspect outside of just experiences? What if it's like, you know, when you're feeling like you're most secure and confident and you go on stage and anything that happens, you can bounce off of in the best yeah. way. Like, I bet there's athletes that are like, I have to be in a good mental state to perform well in the mm. playoffs. Like, what can I do to make sure my mental state? I'm on LeBron is reading. Fake reading. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He was going through them fucking kill a mockingbird. Now, nah, what was it? The Hunter Hunger Games. I didn't tell you this jo- the no. the story about that. No. Oh, this is crazy. You know, LeBron fake reads books, right? Oh, really? for the photo op. He'll just read the first page of the book. Yeah. And they take a picture and he puts it down. Yeah. So he was fake reading the Hunger Games, and there was this like young uh, uh, journalist who uh, was was trying to like ingratiate himself to LeBron and build a relationship uh, by talking about the Hunger Games. Yeah. And he's like, oh, which one are you on? You're on the Mockingjay or something? Oh, dude, I love that one because Katniss is doing this, that, the other. And as he's talking to LeBron about it, he's realizing LeBron hasn't read any of these fucking yeah. books. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got to moonwalk out of the combo yeah. without letting LeBron know that he knows that he's a fucking fraud yeah. when it comes to reading these books. So now all these memes have come out of LeBron is only reading the front page of the book yeah. or the first page of the book. Oh, great. But that's another one. Like Jordan would be like, fuck reading. Yeah, he'd be like, I don't. I don't need reading it. I no. win. There's no Remember I in reading. the the last dance when he met Seinfeld? <laughs> what, do you, and what do you say? Uh, he goes, hey, they're big fans of your show. Because truthfully, like at that moment, Jordan and Seinfeld TV show, that's the two biggest things yeah. going. Don't disrespect Jordan like yeah, that, bro. No, that's fair. Seinfeld don't had, disrespect Jordan like that. Seinfeld was bigger than Tiger. I mean, dude. Uh, uh, you like Seinfeld? Like I do. Stand-up? Yeah, I'm a big Seinfeld guy. You don't think he's wildly overrated? Yeah, I mean, dude, he started in 79. What do you want him to be? Like, I'm sorry he's not your... Eddie. (laughs) He was before Eddie. I'm sorry he's not exactly what you want him to be. He needs to be exactly what I want to be. You're very good at dismissing Andrew in a way that makes him look dumb. Yeah. It's really a talent. And you just very casually like, I'm sorry he's not exactly... I think you have to be the... It's 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 like uh, Fucking, I marvel at how you just take it and you're just like, oh, I'm sorry. I just think he's pretentious. I think that's why I, I mean, stand up is fine. You know what, I just think it's an older comment. Like, it's the. It's, no, because I love, you know, the, the OGs I love. Like, uh, I've actually, I, I miss that. Pretentious, he's been, he's been so famous forever. I think he's like, dude, he's awesome. Like, his his specials are doing really good. I mean, he created Seinfeld. Seinfeld is my favorite show of all time. Like, eh, it's the best show. Well, that's insane. So overrated, dude. bro. That's so overrated. Crazy. You it's really, great. did you, have you ever watched other shows? Huh? Yeah, I've watched other shows, dude. I, How are they? Well, I talk about that was Seinfeld. like a Nate line. That was like a Nate line. Yeah. Have you tried other shows? Have you tried <laughs> other shows? <laughs> Have you tried watching yeah. other TV? I uh, the King of Everybody <laughs> loves Raymond. The Office. I love. Yeah, all great. Shows. Yeah, all yeah. great shows. Seinfeld is great. Yeah. Did you not like it because you were living in Manhattan? Maybe it was like too close. Like I just didn't care for it. I was like, okay, these guys are quirky. Like, now that I lived there, there's that's what you that thought. Make more like, look how when quirky you were like seven is. years old. Seven years old. I swear to God, I put it on, and I like, yeah. I hated the way that Kramer would walk in. I'd be like, you're not gonna walk into someone's house like that. Like, I'm just not gonna let you in my house. Like, if you're gonna keep on bursting in the fucking door, it's just stupid. I mean, you dance around in here all the time. You know, do you? You're the Kramer now, dude. <laughs> 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 no one you think you got. <laughs> What are you doing? Like, you got to see my N-word bit too, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he no. was a guy doing stand-up. 
They should have done it. He was like a celebrity that went into stand up. It didn't go too well. It didn't did not go good. But was, if he did that six, was the best no thing about six to twelve months. You, you, you don't you, if you don't have an act or where to go. That's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens. If you don't know where you're going up there, that's what happens. It's the N word. It's gonna be There's nothing else. Best yeah, thing you're about never that not. Video. Yeah. You know. He said, "I am not bombing today." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most of us just go. Okay, it's a bomb. It's a bomb. We can do this. Uh. Uh-uh. It's uh, like, yeah, he's, he's bringing everybody down with him. He's like, he's if I die, everybody dies. <laughs> like, and he goes with that. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, Seinfeld's great. Seinfeld show's great. Great show. Uh, stand-up's great. He's, he's kind of the king. He's also a billionaire, so you're asking him to not be pretentious when he's a billionaire comedian. He dude, he's a comedy. I know. I'm act, I'm like harder on him for some reason. Maybe it's because he's so successful. And yeah. uh, yes, you're just you're, yeah. What are you're you? The next New York comic. It's, it's okay. Uh, I'm just like you. I don't know. Like I, 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 he's like the king, dude. Once Cosby was out, it's that's the guy. Really? Yeah. He's the he's. I mean, dude, all this stuff. Like I don't wear about, sh- like I don't wear you? shorts on stage, or like not that I would wear them, but it's like I remember him saying, "Don't wear shorts." Or one time he said, "Don't." Like shorts, sleeve shirts are like kind of weird on stage, and you all these kind of weird fashion things. advice from Seinfeld. Well, he's just saying like, no one wants to see your arms. Yeah, they do. Huh? Yeah, they do. Yeah, that I don't. I think I don't agree. What, with. That that's the things that annoy me. Like he has this like There's one idea bit, of what stand up is. Yeah, that's it's like, a little shut annoying. Up. You're well, not even the him, best at your way. version. Yeah, it, that's it's it's his that's his uh, thing. I don't know. It's. Uh, you and I do very different types of comedy. Oh, yeah. I love your comedy. Oh, yeah. Very different. <laughs> very, there's a lot, very different. And I don't know what camera it is. We do. We definitely do. But now, I can appreciate your comedy. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I find that he has a hard time appreciating the things that aren't exactly the way that he does them. Maybe I, that's an I, old I, man I type of thing. That, well, I mean, dude, he's in his 60s. Yeah, I mean, like, figure it out. It is, but it's, it's definitely going to be an older kind of like, yeah, dude, that's, he's, that's the way he started. That's the way he is. That's he, what he does. His most recent special, he even said, "Like I'm, this is my last special. I'm too old for this now. Yeah, I don't understand what the, what's going on. Comedy's not for old people to do. I'm done." Mm. Him leaving at his peak, dude. When he the thing when he talked with Jordan and uh, and he goes, "Yeah, well, you know, two guys in the '90s and like they both like they left. They got out of the way. Yeah, too many people don't get out of the way anymore. They they yeah. stay and they don't leave. Who would you like to leave? Hmm? No, it's a few." Uh, <laughs> there's too many to list. No, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd want anybody to leave, but I don't know if I, there's a real answer to that, but it's like, I do like the idea, dude, the big show is the biggest show on earth mm. and they're going to give him, I mean, probably a hundred million more dollars if he does one more season and he says no, yeah. because why would I, I can't top it. And then yeah. he's never done anything else. The reunion show was actually pretty perfect in the fact that they did it on Curb Your Enthusiasm. They did it on another show. They did yeah. the kind of reunion thing cooler than anybody's ever done a reunion thing yeah and so he's kind of done his own thing and he left and he goes all right see ya went back and did stand up the b movie was great comedian oh, stop that, it nate shut the with. fuck up that I don't agree you're with. defending the b movie I, I mean what do you want it to be <laughs> it's so, he's so good at it dude. good i don't know how he does it good is good is uh. good it wasn't even the best movie about bees that came out that year what was the better movie than that? Wasn't it an ant? There was an ant. Maybe it was an ant movie. I don't know. There was another insect movie I mean, that was better. The B movie's great. 
Come on. One of my favorite movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Do you guys have like a thing? You guys have like a tour or I've something never like met that? him. I would love to meet him. I've never met him. Uh, he'll let you down. I met him once. Yeah. That's why he doesn't like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope we just talk about you the whole time. Yeah, we did. If I meet, no, I'm saying when I meet Seinfeld, he goes, well, Andrew Schultz is like, I know, right? Like, <laughs> 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 just, I'll, have to, no, I'll have to defend you to him. Now that's what he does, dude. He wears those shoes. Uh, <laughs> he goes to, like I'll have to get. He wears the shoes. I know. I would like to defend you to him. What if he gets just rails on you the whole time? And I'm like, no, no dude, there's no great. way Seinfeld knows who I am. Y'all are you're two New York dudes. Why don't y'all not get along with that? Because he's from uh, Long Island, and y'all don't care for them. I like people from Long Island. It's like you know. I think they're like. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I, in a lot of ways, folk? like the real New Yorkers. It, I know it's a weird thing to say. Because, but their their personalities fit the stereotype of what most people think New Yorkers are. Yeah, way more than like me, for example. Yeah, you know, like I think when a, a lot of people meet me, they're not like, wait, wait, aren't you supposed to say get over here? Yeah, like, yeah give yeah. me a pizza or whatever that kind. You of fit shit. in if you were from Florida, honestly. Like you could be like, all right, I get that. Like you, someone could think that. I'm Florida, baby. Yeah, but I don't know for whatever reason he rubs me the wrong way. I, I mean, I've always heard that, and some people, I, I, I like him. I mean, he's, he's, he's so big, and he's like, yeah, it's just, it's like, I don't, what do you like? I don't know. But when, when do we, do we do that? We just like justify people being annoying because they're big. You can Dude, still be I, a nice I, guy. I think if you met Jordan, I don't think it's going to be great. Like, yeah. I don't think it's, it's like, going to be great. I, you know, I think, it's going to be great. No, it's not. No, it's going to be great. Dude, I think. And you no, know what? Not he's going to tell me how fucking easy golf is. That's for sure. Yeah. He's going to yeah, be like, I could have busted guess. these guys' asses because if I wanted I was listening to your guest podcast the other yeah. day and uh, <laughs> couldn't agree more, Andrew, <laughs> that I can uh, easily could be zero. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He gets it. A guy like Jordan gets it. You know yeah. what I mean? Jordan, I'd like to meet Larry. Yeah. I Yeah, I would love to meet Larry David. Did you? You didn't uh, meet him? No, no, I've never met him. Uh, Jerry or Larry. Would love to meet him. Uh, big, big fans. Larry, that'd be cool. <laughs> Jerry's great, dude. I can see putting Larry He's true. Jerry. Jerry. Jerry's a true stand-up comic. That's what I love. Jay Leno, true stand-up comic. Stuck with it. Still does shows. Still a road dog. That guy could do whatever he wants. Look at Letterman. Letterman ain't doing all that stuff. Mm. That's the thing with Letterman. You know, everybody's talking about Letterman and Leno, and everybody like Letterman more than Leno. Yeah. Letterman was the strictest human being alive. You had to have a suit. He banned Bill Hicks forever. You couldn't disappoint him. Leno was like a true comic. I'm here to help the comedians. Mm. I'm here to like, I'm open and I'm doing road shows yeah. too. And then never gave up. I love someone that doesn't turn their back on stand-up. Yeah. When they make it, they don't, they, they, they go, no, no I'm, this, is what, this is why I'm here. I'm only here because of this. Yeah. This is what I love. Seinfeld's that. All those people are that. That's why I love the guys that stick with it and they don't and they die stand-up comics. Mm. If you meet Seinfeld, he doesn't go, I'm an actor from a TV show. He goes, yeah. I'm a stand-up comic. Leno's a stand-up comic. He doesn't go, I hosted t Tonight Show. Yeah. Letterman, he doesn't say that. I mean, he's Letterman. He's like, oh, I'm a t TV talk show. I like the yeah. guys that stick with it. Yeah, I didn't. I, I mean, I never really watched Letterman, but I didn't really... Uh I don't know. I always kind of liked Leno more, but I never subscribed to like, oh, it's cool to like Letterman. He's the more meta guy. That was like very cool. I, I think it's very funny. Conan, I didn't watch it. Yeah, Conan kind of took that over as well. Yeah. And then, I don't know, the Conan thing. I always thought he was hilarious, but I always thought the interview was about Conan, no matter who he was talking yeah. to. And I thought it was kind of cool that Leno was like deferential to the guests. Yeah. Like, yeah. Letterman would make it about Letterman, but in the funniest way. Like, if he didn't have interest in a guest, he couldn't fake it. Like I remember, well, they don't have them all. Yeah, I remember. But I think he, that's why people liked it because it was like watching who's like Tom Cruise's ex-wife. 
When they uh, first Katie started Holmes dating, or, yeah, Katie Holmes. He yeah. had her on the show, yeah. asked her some questions about Batman. He's clearly not interested. And then he goes, all right, now let's talk about the real reason I brought you on this show. Yeah. And then he starts asking questions about Tom Cruise. And that's just such a funny, like, let's stop pretending we give a fuck about yeah. your movie. Yeah, Letterman yeah. yeah, was very, very funny in that as aspect of it. I just always thought it was, everybody was so, like, trashing Leno. It was just always funny to me. Like, well, Letterman well, I think was, they saw him as a sellout because he used to be absolutely hysterical. And then they saw him as, like, more of a... Uh, corporate uh, shill, if you will. He's like, I'm. Gonna who's not gonna take a Tonight Show job? Say again. Who's not gonna take the Tonight Show? I wouldn't job? do the Tonight Show now. Uh, well, now I mean, this is when Tonight Show is the biggest thing on earth. When he takes it, right? Uh, so, but like, who? If someone offered you a t talk show on something, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's just so different now. Yeah, it's different, but. I yeah, I mean, there's just certain. You said you wouldn't do Netflix either, and you did that. I'm a liar. So maybe you would. Do I'm Hippocrates. <laughs> yeah. I'm right Hippocrates. now, that, that you're gonna 100%. end up hosting this night show. Would you do? Because you're now you get that, is that how you get stuff? You're like, I would never do. Yo, Nate, show. shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. This is how it works, bro. Yeah, and y'all edited that out. <laughs> I'm not even in the picture anymore. <laughs> no, I um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't know. I mean, it's okay to want somebody to continue I being think I would, the comic that you like them yeah. as. Like, for example, a lot of people like you because you're clean, and then all of a sudden you flip and you go dirty. There might be people go, Yo, why the fuck is he dirty? And then you might defend it by being like, look, I got a show on fucking HBO. They wanted me to be dirty, and then now I got to be dirty now. And they'll be like, all right, well, I'm allowed to not like you because you changed yeah. who you are. Yeah. I liked you for this reason. You're no longer that. So that's why I don't like you. I think that yeah. was the relationship with Leno to a lot of people. I never knew him as a stand-up before that. Yeah. Right? But I, I heard he was fucking he was killing. Murder. Like murder. Yeah. murder. That's the stories yeah. always. Yeah. And like I weirdly love him for the car show. I watch hours of his car show on yeah. YouTube. He's a, yeah. He became a YouTuber. Yeah. It's the most amazing right. transition. He went yeah. from he went from the Tonight Show host yeah. to a fucking YouTuber. Never spend his Tonight Show money was what they always said. Yeah. yeah. Live off his stand-up money and then just put that somewhere. It's yeah. pretty wild. Wild. I, I don't know. I, I always I was like, but I do. I'm okay with people like uh, changing their tune on someone if that person changes who they are. Yeah, you know, I'm fine with that too. Like if they if they want to if they that's why you want to stick to what you do. Like there's not there's too many times where you know I remember like Howard Stern would always talk about that with Napoleon Dynamite mm. with him, that actor. John yeah, Peter but being like, happened. yeah, go do that again, man. He's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that now. You're like, well, that's why we like you. And then because that's the thing, like that's what he was. Yeah, like that was a that was such a random occurrence that that guy ended up playing himself. Mm -hmm. Like, so, I don't think he wrote the fucking movie, right? He was just the actor. Yeah, but somebody wrote a movie, and then there just existed that human being. And then he yeah, yeah. like that's nuts. Yeah, like yeah, it's not often you just it. write a random kind of borderline spectrum, well, it's definitely spectrumed out character, and then they exist, yeah. and then they fucking murder it. Yeah, but. If that's who you are, you can't really change that. Like he's not going to go be in a fucking drama. McLovin yeah. didn't be. He wasn't McLovin again. And uh, yeah, why? Where's McLovin? Yeah, it's I don't a even shame. know his name. He's McLovin. He's McLovin. Isn't that weird though that like that happens? Like you have these characters they get typecast, and then like they do like a few movies, and then they fall off, and people are like, yeah, he's done. And it's like, no, no, they were like the star of movies. Like that's really <laughs> just awesome. In movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. how many people are in film? Like the Stifler character was so fucking funny. Do you know, do you yeah, know what I'm okay. talking Like, he was just so... He, like, curated this character out of nowhere. Yeah. He just made this up. He invented... That's not who he is. Yeah. He just invents this character. It's incredible. It makes us laugh in all these different movies. And then it stops making us laugh, and then his career's over. Yeah. But, like, 
he's not some loser. Like the guy was a fucking superstar yeah. for a little bit. Well, that's how you, you talk about, we talk about Sandler. You're like Sandler just does him. I love it. Like, and then he goes into and he did uncut gems, and he's done a couple like other kind of crazy things. Every but, like, once in a while, lets him know he could act. He'll do one of the like. He's great. Yeah, just like a little flex. nod. That's yeah, like just yeah. wearing like a real Spangler. nice watch. Where exactly. You're like, I'm doing all right, dude. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Like you don't. You, you got like a t-shirt on, and they're like, is everything okay? You're like, look, yeah, I'm alright. Don't worry dude. about we're fine. Don't worry about what's going on over here. All right, I, I'll pay for this. Uh, like yeah, he does like that kind of thing, but he builds his own. Yeah, that's what's great. It's like build. It is with what you're doing here and the new kind of ways. Like. It's it is like you you're building your own world. You, you can't you wrap your head around where you can start going like, all right, if I start, you know, you think about that sometimes where you're like, with you know, yeah, with specials and all this, you're like, well, if they're here to see my special. Like, how do I get? You got to get everybody to switch. Yeah. But where if you're like, well, what if I did do this? But you like you do it. You're like, I'll put it out myself. Yeah. Because it's like it's my thing. Yeah. And then you know, not saying I'm doing that, but it's like. uh I was a very always a mainstream guy. Yeah. So I was very, you know, I was never, I never did good. Like I'm still not going to this rock venue. Like I needed yeah. my audience. Like it was like it needs to be the main comedy club in town. Yeah. Like they were never going to find the other club. I mean, they will. They'll go they wherever will. you go. But like I subscribe to that too. I don't want to do comedy in a comic book store. Yeah. I want to do comedy in the place that it's supposed to be done. Yeah. You're coming into my home. That's how I feel at a yeah. comedy club. I feel like it's my home. Yeah. And you're a guest. Yeah. If yeah. I go do like the weird offsite thing. I feel like I'm a guest. Yeah. Yeah. And I like it being my home. Yeah. Do you like theaters? Yeah. I love the sound. I love the behavior. I love like that. And like when you first walk on and there's 2000 people, mm -hmm. you're just like, what is this? Like what is, what is yeah. happening? It's show business. It's, it feels, it feels the most like show business. There's union guys. There's, yeah, you know, like all this yeah, kind of thing. It's, yeah. Uh, People are signing. We, I talked like you always feel. Uh, we talked about like uh, an imposter feeling. Like you ever when you go on, you feel you're like, who are these people here to see? No, you know they're there to see you. No, I don't have. Yeah, I, that is something I haven't struggled with in entertainment. Yeah. But I hear a lot of people talk about yeah, that. Yeah. But I don't. I've only struggled that with fame, not yeah. with Going entertaining. On stage. Yeah, yeah. So like initially getting some fame early when I did the MTV stuff. I felt like I had to be funny like I was on the show to a stranger mm. to justify where I was. Yeah. I wasn't comfortable enough with it. But the idea of like going up and, and entertaining a group of people in the way that like I, I'm, I'm not lying about who I am. Like who I am is who I am. So yeah. it's not going to be a surprise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's New York. This is it's nah, like good for him. But <laughs> no, but like I'm not lying. I'm being to you. that shit for no, New York sense. is like uh, <laughs> you know I, mean? I, th I think that I'm is not lying New York. To you. This is no, 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 no. You know, I, but I, I think it's like uh, it's funny. Is like it's the it's the personality of I wonder if it's like being a New Yorker like that's y'all are very confident. Uh, I I think like when you mo like you're very it's yeah you're just you're yelling from the biggest pond I think yeah well there's a confidence like, to it that's like you're you're fr and you're from there dude like you're not like it's yeah. not like someone's like I live there you're like yo dude I'm from here yeah. like you grew up there when it was terrible and yeah. like uh and it was like so you're there's like a I, I don't think, there's a different uh, I think, also do think about this with yeah. home turf and I, I said this to you a couple of times like when I I've been in New York for like 13 years now so yeah. it's a little different but before when I would go back to Dallas 
I feel so confident, dude. I I grew up here. I know this. Yeah, this is my fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any show yeah. here is like, bro, I know this shit. I'm yeah, so confident. Yeah. And this is not to take away from your work ethic or talent or humor in any way, but being able to grow up in New York is another advantage in addition yeah. to it, everything a, else you do. You're like, yo, yeah. I know this place. This is my yeah. place. Yeah. I think it is a huge advantage. I think I think that I've always looked at you know comedy as like this um, combination of like extreme confidence and extreme insecurity. Hmm. And like the insecurity drives your ability to get better and the confidence has to be enough where you feel like the things you say should be said out loud yeah because there'll be times wow. i remember like like it, it's always at the strip for some reason like i'll be at the comic strip and then i'll be like waiting to go on and i'll be like what is this oh yeah like why am i like at the yeah. strip what is yeah. this like why am i and i love the strip i actually love performing this strip but like for whatever reason every once in a while i have this and i'll be like why am i why are we talking to people like what is this art yeah like that i just go on stage and i say things why and, is this funny why is this why are they laughing no no no, not, not necessarily why are they laughing like why is this a thing why does this exist why does this, this exist? people pay money to go <laughs> watch yeah. someone make them yeah. laugh it's 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 like it's the uh it's the I guess art version of, you know, when you say a word enough and it just doesn't make any sense. Oh yeah. It's that for the art. Like yeah. what is this thing that we are doing right yeah. now? And why does this exist? And then you'll go on stage and you'll just get into it and all of a sudden it makes sense. But I'll have those like little, little feelings. But I think that that insecurity, like I have to be my harshest fucking critic. I have to be like, ah, that fucking sucked. You can be better at that. You can get more efficient with your words and all that kind of stuff. But I have to be confident enough where I should say it. Because yeah. I think a lot of people... I was talking about a buddy of mine this weekend. Like he never even imagines himself having uh, people who support him. So he's not even trying to solve the problem of how to get his stuff out to them. He's trying to solve the problem of is my stuff even worth it for them to listen to? So you wouldn't even put it out. Exactly. Like you yeah. knew you were going to be you. Yeah. You're a humble dude, but you also knew you were going to do this. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, so, you have the confidence. It's like... That you you know, and you have to. There's I'm talking about there. I'm talking about you specifically. Oh, like yeah. I, I'm wrong to say that you didn't. You imagine this going kind of like this. Like yeah, but I always said I did. I wanted it, but I I never let my goal, my dreams or goals. I never let them get too far from where I was at at that time. So I never wanted anything too far. I never wanted to be like I, like I right now. I can tell you, I want to be able to sell out the Madison Square Gardens. I want yeah. to. But at that, when I was younger, I never let myself get too far. Because yeah. the farther your dream was or goal was, the, the more harder you like you're failing. It's too you can't reach it. I'm yeah. just I'm handing out flyers. Yeah. So it's stupid to go one day I'm going to be selling out the garden. Well, yeah. there, there you know how many steps there is before you get to that. Yeah. I'll never I'll never get there because it it it'll get too daunting. But if I'm handing those flyers yeah. out and I go, I don't want to have to stand on this corner. Well, yeah. that's something I can get. That's and so it, then once yeah. you get it, then you're, you're, you just keep doing, then you're like, I don't want to have to stand at the door. I want to go up. I want to be able to go up whenever yeah. I want to go up. I want to be able to walk in, you know, yeah. the biggest thing, especially for us, New York comics is Pop like in. popping in that like everybody always did that to us. And all you think is, and I remember like when comics would get mad, they're like, like what are you I mad hate, about why are they popping? You're like, how do you not just want to do that? That's the yeah. goal. Like, you're like, yeah. that's the goal. You're like, yeah, dude. Like, Crazy. I look at when Chappelle comes in, you're like, I want to be Chappelle. Yeah. I want to be able to walk in that's and go up. That's the reason there's three shows. Yeah. Because they never know who the fuck is going to pop yeah. in. Yeah. It's not for us. Yeah. Is or, I never had resentment about that. Are that Chappelle yeah. just walked yeah. in I, as opposed I, to you. I never, yeah. I never understood that. But I hear what you're saying, though. Yeah. 
keep goals. I always think that just, I would compartmentalize. I'd almost treat it like college. Like when I go to college, like I want to graduate, but at the same time, I understand I have to take this class right now. Yeah. So this is the this is what I'm doing for this amount of money. And, and your goals change. It was interesting. Is like who you so we're it's comedy's very competitive. Yeah. And so you're you're first you hate everybody that gets everything. You're mad about everything, mm. and then you just watch those names kind of go away. Mm. Yeah. So then your competition. You're just watching it kind of change. You're like, it's, it's at the beginning, it's so many people. And then you kind of, you get confident and you get comfortable, go like, I know I'm kind of past that point. Mm. And then you're, there's a new group. And then there's a new group. Mm. And so you just kind of keep rising up and you start going like, huh. Like who you're trying to get above yeah. gets smaller. Like you're not, there's yeah. not that many people that you're like, you know, yeah. you're looking at it going like, all right, like I'm going after eight guys or something now yeah. versus I would before you think it was small like even New York I would look at I'd be like well how many guys are funny I oh, know this yeah, sounds yeah. crazy but like if we're being our honest selves right now I know like, but everybody was getting stuff I'm just saying you you would know that like you if you didn't get something and someone else yeah. did you're like you're kind of mad at everybody getting stuff no yeah dude, I think yeah I, mean, I think no one's funny yeah, like you so know it's like it's like how do I be funnier than these few people that I think are hilarious why are they getting that and I'm not I never like, worried about the getting shit oh I, I did That's but what maybe I, was, like, I got some stuff I mean I was upset that I wasn't getting stuff in stand up but I was like I, I knew how to get it I'm just not going to sacrifice what I want to do. Yeah. Because I was like, I know if I do what I want to well, do. Well, y'all got MTV. I got MTV early. I just never yeah. got anything in stand-up. Yeah. And I was just like, I know what to do to get it. Like, I saw what the guys are doing to yeah. get it. And I'm just like, I don't want to do that. And I know that this is what a large group of people want. So I'm going to find a way to eventually get it to them. I didn't know what the fuck it was. But, like, I knew eventually they'll see it. Because the proof is in the pudding. Like, you get to go up. You get yeah. to go up with a guy that got the thing you didn't get, and you get yeah. to follow him or go before him. Yeah. So you know what time, we all know what time it is. Yeah. Like there's a lot of, you know, everybody could talk to shit, but at the end of the day, it's the same stage. Yeah. And we're all going to go up. Yeah. And we know who's going to be funny. So and you mean like a tonight, like a tonight show, you would be like. Never cared about tonight show. Okay. But as an example, if you're, if you wanted the tonight show and you're like, we're all over here auditioning to get on the tonight show, you looked at it as like, well, I'll figure a way to where then the Tonight Show is going to invite me on. Yeah. Like, I, I would, it's like you're going to go, you're like, I, it doesn't matter how I get there. I'll get there through another What one. would the best version of me on the Tonight Show be? Okay, I'll find a way to do that. Yeah, it's like a, me sitting down on being a guest to panel. Because I would see guys and I'd be like, oh, Nate is going to murder on the Tonight Show because I think we've even had this conversation, weirdly enough. Yeah. Like, like, oh, because when Nate goes on the Tonight Show, he's going to do... Jokes that are going to be similar to when people see him after yeah. watching him on The Tonight Show. Yeah. And then I'd see guys that I know fucking murder, then go do this like neutered version of themselves on The Tonight Show. And I was like, well, I don't want them yeah, to see. I don't want that. And I was so I, yeah. so I said to myself, I was like, I'm not doing The Tonight Show unless I organically have five minutes that happens to be clean enough for The Tonight Show and works. Yeah. And if I organically have it, I'll start to put it together and cut things here and blah, blah, blah. I'll sew it together. But I'm not going to force it for this thing that I don't really care. Like, I don't watch fucking The Tonight Show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, and that's kind of how I always I always looked at it. But I had the guys that I thought were brilliant and brilliant for different reasons. And they showed me what I was lacking. And they showed me the things that I needed to improve on. And I would just have hyper-focus about that. And it could be like skill things. It could be personality things. It could be tone like, you know, how guys, like you were saying earlier with like Burr, like he he set the tone in the fucking room. I would always focus on who changes the room. 
Yeah. Who who changes the fucking energy in the room? Yeah. When I walk off, I want the energy to be different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, it's like that's when they don't know. That's the when they don't know you. There's nothing better when they do when they don't know you, and then they're like, "What was what that? the fuck?" That's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. 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 There's something about. And you still that. have it now. When even though when people come to see you, because you you're always going to get compared to really the kind of how they found you. Yeah. So for me, like the Tennessee kid on Netflix is like, I'm always kind of compared to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you got to be better one than of the, that. One of the cool things about stand-up though, compared to, well, I guess maybe music is similar in this regard, but like, like I can listen to an album or like a song and I can just love the fucking song. I think it's amazing, right? Stand-up, if you're killing in person, is always twice, three times, four times as good. No, oh, yeah. So, like, if they see the special and they're laughing, they don't even know what's going to happen oh, yeah. in person. Like, they don't, yeah. they, you know what I mean? It's, when you're murdering in a crowd, you know, when you you can hear them doing so good and it's early, you're like, dude, I'm not even to my hey, good. Hey, 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 we get more. And better. you're like, but there, <laughs> there's, there's nothing. That's like the only time, like, I'll, like, it's like you kind of come out of this, like, you kind of start laughing. Or smiling on stage because you're like, I can't believe this is doing this. Like, there are, you can believe it, but this crowd's so good. And then you're like, dude, I am murdered. Like, you just feel it. And there's, it's, it's an amazing, that's why the musicians want to always be, there's always that we want, they want to be comedians and comedians want to be rock stars because I want to feel what it feels like to, I don't know. Music always makes me, I'm a little annoyed with it because they like, they get a, you know, they can just write one song and, yeah, I have no interest know. in being a rock star, but I can see why they'd want to be us. You want to feel it. Uh, the, I would want to feel the yeah, crowd yeah, of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you watch people. those videos like where they're they're singing the song back oh. to them, and you're like, that's pretty wild. Like, yeah, and you did this song one time, and they want to hear it a thousand. I do a joke one time, you hear it once, you're like, go it's over. Yourself. That and then, shelf life is so short for yeah. Santa. When we were in Nashville, we wrote a, a country song. Yeah, yeah, right. And um, with some like super talented guys, like Jelly Roll, and there's a guy I don't even know if we're allowed to say his, his name on it, but he's like a you know like a really established kind of like oh, country guy. So, yeah, and. Um, and when when I went up and did shows at West Palm Beach, we like play the song. It's like a fun song, and and the fucking crowd knew the song. And as I was going on stage, and they, we all sang like the last yeah. thing, and I was like, "Oh, this shit is different, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a different thing." Now I've also went up with that song, and nobody knew the lyrics, and that's worse than bombing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, that is fucking painful, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but when they know it, yeah. It's it's cool. I mean, think how cool happy birthday yeah. is. Yeah. Like, yeah. E even when it's not your birthday, when you're singing somebody yeah. happy birthday, everybody's they're on singing it. Singing it. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it is. It is a, but I do get how that could probably get, it, it's not the same as, because laughing is, you know when they're going to laugh, but it's always a little different. It's always a little kind of like, you know, you, you basically kind of know, you know where the joke is. So you obviously know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think, I'll think that too, how crazy it is in my head that you write a joke and in my head I could go laugh now. Yeah. And like you just, you're looking at a word yeah, and you yeah, go, yeah, I yeah. know once the last syllable of that word comes out, yeah, yeah. you all laugh. Yeah, 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 and that's yeah, yeah. so crazy to be yeah, like, yeah. making someone laugh is like not easy. It's hard. And like, and, yeah. to, and to get it to go, I know now. Yeah. And like, uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah. So I think that's magic. what we, yeah. we get that feeling and we're in control. We're up there alone. You get no break. I always think that's always kind of weird. Like you never get like a moment. Like yeah, yeah. a drummer can just go 
pee. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. during the, during the, during the <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. crazy to be like a like bank. Can you imagine? Leave. Like yeah. just if you're like yeah. a drummer, could be like, no, I, I went, to, I, I ran to Walgreens real fast and grabbed something, and you're like, <laughs> you did? You're like, yeah, no one even knows I'm back here, dude. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Stand up is also unique in that like. A song is the song. Like you're gonna sing the song, it's gonna crescendo where it crescendos. Like you can manipulate it a bit. Like obviously mm -hmm. with jazz and stuff, you can like stay in a moment. But like with stand up, if you like hit a chord, like you get to just like yeah, keep just your foot in. on yeah. it. Like yeah. I'm gonna tag, and I might never do this joke like this again. Yeah, like, but I'm looking at people in the audience, and they are they're they're getting laughed out. Like you know. Oh yeah. And then yeah. you just. You can keep just keep going, yeah. And that I don't know what else there that exists in boxing in the most brutal way, right? Like, because oh, like once they get is, kind of, yeah. and then you just boom, 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 yeah. But that I think is where we have, and that I guess only exists within comics that can kind of like separate themselves from the act a little bit, or or the exact like words within yeah. the bit. But that is a special moment, like yeah. seeing people like just keep on. It's 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 there's nothing better. Yeah, nothing better. Making someone laugh, you just they feel. You know how good it feels to laugh. Yeah, to make the them release. do that. It's uh, yeah. There's nothing better. My mom would always say that. She's like, "You're very lucky." I go, "Why?" She goes, uh, uh, "You do something uh, ethical for a living." I go, "What do you mean?" I'm like telling Joe, "Like this is stupid. I'm not a fucking like doctor or anything like that." He's like, "She's like, yeah, but you don't have to feel bad about what you do. Like, yeah. you make people laugh and they'll like feel good. You're not some fucking savior or anything, but." What you do will make people feel good usually. Yeah. And that's really lucky. Because yeah. it could be like an insurance, one of those guys that like makes, sees if you get money back for your house or not. Yeah. You know, it's like, it was your fault. You left the door open for the flood. Yeah. You don't get, like that's someone's job. Sorry. Yeah. So. We bad. would make fun of that guy. Yeah. Why'd you leave the door open? <laughs> you start <laughs> trashing his cell phone. Like, <laughs> that guy comes to the comedy show just to get away. And then you're like, <laughs> look at this idiot. He's got his house flooded. He's like, this is the opposite of what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Nate, thank you so much for coming on, Absolutely. man. We appreciate you. Uh, we support you. Big fans over here. It's great to see what you've yeah. carved out for yourself. Congrats to you guys, too. You are, I love thank seeing you, you guys. You're building your own. Thank this you, is it. Man. Your own world. It right. is. It is. So check out Nate on all those places. And uh, and that's it. God bless, man. Peace. Thank you, buddy. See you.